here, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, everybody. Ooh, I faded that out real quick, huh? It's good. Adam is fascinating. I I wet Willie, cleaned my ears out before we started broadcasting here. (laughs) But we got, I think this is Crocious's first step into James Jones. Welcome. Good afternoon if you're watching live. Good night if you're, you know, whatever time of day it is. If you're jogging right now. You could be in Australia right now. (laughs) Exactly. You could be tripping balls. You know what we do. We're getting together. We're we're talking about the world and ourselves through what is on television, which is afternoon television. We're usually here for the evening. Yeah. Little nighttime vibe, but we get a little daytime vibe. We're watching what, what wives watch. Exactly. <laughs> this is true. Or it's, it's modern times. Do partners, you know what, partners, you know? and husbands. <laughs> do, or you work from home. You take yeah, a break and you those watch half modern an hour. times. I, uh, oh, no. I, I've set up an okay life for myself, I think. Whatever. Yeah, you got yourself I, 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 a girl. You got yourself a little property, you know, female property. No, <laughs> no, man, we don't I, believe that. No, not at all. I'm just glad to have we a company. Rob, we got Rob Aponte in the chat here, guiding everybody. He's the, Absolutely. The uh, Bailey's not here, so he is president of the chat this week. Okay. Okay. You know, so that means. <laughs> no, but but yeah, it is. Just, it's nice to be able to take time off in the afternoon. And typically, I would be working during these hours. My day typically wraps up about three o'clock, Keith. You get da- it starts about eight to nine, ends about three. You That's get, my day. Do you get dazzled up like a manual acho over here to get to go to work? No, not at all, man. I, I work the, from home. Look at the fucking point. I mean, yeah. the weight of all those clothes just the, itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let alone the, the color scheme. It's gonna be a bunch of that's people. Good, that's good. That's good fabric. Who, who, who's he talking about? With, with, who benefits from a Super Bowl, Purdy or Shanahan? Because everybody still thinks Brock Purdy's garbage. Yeah. He, well, you know, uh, he's. I can tell you this much. I think what happened at halftime, Keith, of that game with the Lions and Niners, uh, Brock Purdy didn't go back and read the playbook. He read the Bible. That's what happened. He trusted in the Lord. Yes, that's what happened. And not skills. And, and therefore, and therefore, they won. Keith, he just offered it up to the Lord. They won. Not a, all of his training. They won it. <laughs> or all of his coaching. I'm go turn off that stove light. Room. You know, President Pro Tem. Yeah, that, that's what they say in the chat. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. Uh, yeah, I don't. Pro, I can tell you when when the Vikings beat the Niners in in October, which so many moronic, stupid, simpleton Viking fans, they're, they're the they're like the MAGA base of the Viking fan base, which is naive to begin with. But they're super stupid. They literally think like, hey, because the Vikings beat the Niners back in October, they're just step away from going to the Super Bowl. It's like. They need to give Kirk another run. I know it's just like are there still no. some Kirk people that are like we oh. need to keep Kirk. Oh 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 oh! It's a major discussion. Like it is the debate right now, raging online, and there is no debate, Keith. They need to He's move done. on. Yeah, they need to move on. You there want is Drake no May? You want them to get up oh, for Drake May? Or even who I, would you? Because you'd Drake have May. you'd have to trade with Washington. Yeah, I'd be obviously. Drake yeah. So what would your package be? To the Washington Redskins. Well, you got to give them your probably first round this year and your second, which means you don't have a third either. So you don't draft again until the fourth round, and then your first first round next year. So it'll be the first round this year, first round next year, their second round this year. So three play, three picks to go from eleven to, to two. I think they can maybe do that. I will tell you this much: they're going to wait. Well, yeah. To me, Drake May is the best fit for what they want to try and do. I think as a team, what their offense is trying to be. I think they look at him as the fit. Uh, that being said, 
I wouldn't be surprised if they signed Cousins for. T- do, do you know what he's what his agents didn't, put didn't out? They franchised him like an illegal amount of times. Well, like he they was can't with, do with, it again. with the Redskins, and they can't do it. I think there's like three. You can't. You max out. You three. Yeah. So but now, that's been his thing. They're just he's the franchise boy. Do you know how much? Do you know how much he's asking for? Is it? They put it out yesterday. Ninety-seven it, million dollars. It's ninety million over two years, all guaranteed. Forty-five million dollars a year. You cannot sign him. He's rolling the Christ you, dice. You, you can't sign it. And you know something? Fine. Go on to Georgia. You played for six years. You know the Lord you, told him that number. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not six, six, six. No, but it was. Uh, uh, he. Uh, they need to move on from him. If they don't move on from him, they just need to because they got to sign Hunter as a free agent, and they got to extend Jefferson, and they got to extend Christian Derisaw. They need to put that resource towards those three, those three players. My head is firmly. Just looking for what is what is it going to be like when Caleb Williams is here? Oh, it's going to be interesting. Well, are they going? To, what's the rumor on Fields? Are they going to just trade him or something? It's or just, just looking that way. They they put together a highlight video on the on their Twitter recently, and it really just had the vibe of like, "Thank you, Justin." Now here's a here's a package of your of all your Bears highlights to send you on your way. It really had wow. that vibe. It really wow. had a thank you for your service vibe. Wow. You know when teams wow. do that. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this. You know hey, what you I'm saying? saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is Richard Starsky calling him from Elmwood Park. Graduated from Mount Carmel in 1966. <laughs> That's when you know you were in Chicago for a long time. You got those knee jerks. You know, let me butt in here aggressively. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. Let me bulldoze my opinion in here real quick. I've been listening to you, you Moes, for about 20 minutes now. No, but 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 I think uh, uh, the Vikings, I could see this happening. I could see the Vikings parting ways with Cousins and actually picking him up or, or, or trading for him or just because he, he just played for two years because they, they would want made about to. Uh, to develop. That's very harebrained what I'm saying right now. Vikings defense is charm and soft. When I was watching these playoffs, what were your thoughts as you watched the playoffs this year? What were your thoughts about what the Bears need to do? What what they actually do okay? What, I mean, what's your they thought? just need consistent play calling. Yeah. It seems like they always have an offensive coordinator that will do a couple good things, but they always have this really stubborn vision of like, no, this is the kind of ball we play. Yeah. And then when they're any when they deviate from that, they acknowledge that it works, but then they're like, well, then we'll focus this energy into you know executing <laughs> our actual game plan next week. And it's just I like, know. no, make this your game plan. Yeah, I know, I know. It's- so that's my whole thing. Just adapt. I want a an organization that adapts to its players and doesn't ask its players to be all fucking we want smoke coming out of your nose and fucking <laughs> you need to bleed football and shit like yeah, just yeah. get smart people to run the team yeah 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 that's hilarious please it is please do you do know that? that do you know what that is that's the bears being an old school organization like you gotta have your system yeah okay i get you have to have your system the fact is if you look at mahomes who is the dominant player in football he's the greatest quarterback that ever lived he's certainly in the top he's with montana and brady i i I literally think like those those are the three right and i think he's better than peyton manning he's better than peyton and peyton manning was amazing you know but it is the point is the game has turned into something different it's evolved into something different and your quarterback he has to be an excellent decision maker the best thing about mahomes i don't think it's really his arm i think mean, it's good it's his brain dude it's his it's his decision making it's like he never he has makes an a eidetic, mistake he has an eidetic memory it's, he remembers everything in his life yeah yeah it, it, it's, it's it's beyond photographic yeah. he's re- he remembers every moment of his entire life since yeah. he's had thought 
So when he, so when you show him a playbook, it's in his head forever. Yeah, like when he's fourteen. When he reads defenses, if when he reads a defense, yeah, he now knows that defense for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. So you have to constantly show him new looks. Yeah, exactly. Because he's gonna remember. Oh, you showed me this look, April thirteenth. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. When I was seven, you know, or whatever that whatever age he was. So here's know, we're like, gonna go through the chat a little bit. Uh, Aponte says Purdy proved he can lead a comeback. Uh, Bears would jump. I, I at give that. him credit. I give him credit. I do. Uh, you know what he does well compared to Cousins? Because that's one thing. The Vikings say, "Ooh, where would Cousins end up? Maybe the Niners would trade for him." No, 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 no. The fact we oh we got it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm getting the natural one. The, uh, I'm getting the natural one. I got it. The, uh, so here's here here's what he says about the Vikings. A truly good quarterback on the Vikings, Jefferson explodes even more. Yeah. No. I, 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 and the fact is. What they have, and also Addison, that guy they got out of U. The kid that got out of USC last year in the first round. He's good. I like that Addison kid. If him and Jeff Jefferson didn't play seven games this year, so they have two very good receivers. What's unfortunate is that Hawkinson, who was having the best year of his career, ninety-five receptions. That guy from the that guy Joseph, no oh, Joseph, the guy for the the, the safety, Lionel Joseph, the, the guy from uh, Lionel from the, Joseph from the Lions. Uh, that guy Joseph, blew, he blew out Higby's knee and he blew out H- uh, Hawkinson's knee. Hawkinson had surgery two days ago here in L.A. for his knee. Both the ACL and the MCL was torn. I don't know if he's going to come back Hell good yeah, from dude. that. You know what I mean? I don't know if he's going to come back. He's going to come back because... I've always considered myself a fairly macho kind of guy. <laughs> What's that from? That's a hilarious... WKRP in Cincinnati, Oh, is that, is that Les Nessman? Les Nessman, baby. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, but but my point is, is uh, is Purdy will run. Cousins won't run. So you have oh, to no, have. Oh no, no, no! He only runs for Christ. Well, and it's just like, what is your? I don't. And you actually can run. Like he has the ability to run. And it's why don't you run just a little bit more? It pisses me Do off. Do you know who Cousins reminds me of? A more timid version of that Sean Strickland transphobe homophobe UFC fighter. <laughs> That's like if Kirk Cousins really wanted to do what he wanted, that's who he would be. Would he actually be? He that? probably sits at home and was just like Sean Strickland, so cool. <laughs> if I could he be like say, Sean, he can say homo <laughs> and call people p- no. infections. No, I, I tell you what, I, t- I guess Cousins. Cousins is actually supposed to be like, I mean, again, he's a totally he, good guy. He feels bad that know? he thinks homosexuality is a sin. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he's, I've got to come to terms with this because I have hatred in my soul for these people with their lispy S's and, and their man hating lesbians. It's just like, not Christ. What, what, Jesus wouldn't, and can't integrate it. Like, can't, it can't like come together. Like, there can't be this sort of reconciliation. Like, hey, maybe we're all human. How about you just start with that and say, yeah. this is on the continuum of the human experience. Like a Joy you Taylor, know? she's a human. And that doesn't mean you don't have standards. I think they think if they think <clears throat> that way, Keith, that somehow, my God, I'm morally baseless. There's no spine to anything. It's moral relativism taking over. No, it's not. You know, There, there is a decent need, an inherent sense of decency that I think Christianity is trying to get out there into people. It just gets warped in a hurry. You know, and there are some warped interpret people hide behind their, their bigotry they hide behind their religion oh yes but i can hate because god tells me well, you know it doesn't work that way 
But you know something about this you guy. Know something. So uh, we're, we're yeah. going to finish the chat here. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. It says that. Bears play calling would be okay if the O line consistently protects. Yeah. I'd say trade down to get the two best tackles and build around. No, 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 no. no. You, you get Caleb Williams. You already yeah. have the nine pick. You don't need to yeah. trade down shit. Exactly. Get, get Caleb Williams and then get another offensive lineman. Both Mannings yeah. had good protection, he says. Mary Lou Henner from Taxi has yes. the same, had the same thing. Exactly. I was going to mention that name. It's too big of a tackle. Uh, uh, Hawkinson, tragic. Hope he recovers. Cousins is uh, one of the good ones regarding Christian nationalists. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the final thing. <laughs> one of the good. He's one of the good Christian nationalists. You know, Hawkinson. No, he. Uh, if if he was healthy and that Addison Jefferson, the three of them, I, I honestly believe this. That trio of receivers, it's as good as any receiver. They're still in, debating in this, by the way, up here. Oh, this the, is still talking pretty. Yeah. Let's go to church. Yeah, that's here. Yeah. Dude, Emmanuel Acho always does this kind of shitty dances, dude. <laughs> look at look at. Let's go to the church of Acho. Can Shanahan yeah. afford to like completely undermine his philosophy for Brock Purdy? Because we know his philosophy is, I want to save money on a quarterback. And it works. I'm go super cheap, and it works. Yeah. So well, and he's by the way, get, he has seven him. hairlines. He has seven <laughs> hairlines. He's got the one down there, and it just consistently goes up. Yeah, it goes back and back. Yeah. Well, actually, God, she's pretty. We said Joy's very. Yeah. She's very uh, a well put together human yeah. being. Yeah. So then it doesn't yeah. work. If that's the standard. I think she's I smart. I think she she's has got good great points. takes. Yeah, great I, takes. I, yeah, she needs no, to I, lose I all three of these fucking jokers. Yeah. And yes, he will. He should stick to his philosophy of having a cheap young quarterback. Like they need to yeah. give her a Colin show where they just unleash her for three hours, where yeah. she can just call people Peckerwoods and shit. <laughs> White people would beat their meat to that so hard they would hate her. Yeah, but, but they'd be as much as they by hate her, she made me laugh so hard. Someone was trolling her. <laughs> yeah. I talk, you're garbage. You're just a pretty, like, you ain't even yeah. pretty. You're fat. You have fucking uneven tits, all this fucking wow, wild shit. Wow. And she just goes, You would smell my socks if I told you to. <laughs> that was like her comment. I was just like, Damn, dude, she knows. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, oh, it's so grotesque. I'm so glad that I don't get caught up in uh, one of the things I'm very proud of. Very proud of Keith. I, I don't get into online arguments. Well, number one, it's you're not a pedophile. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to go back to episode 71 through 95. No, but freedom I, of speech. I, I'm just happy that that I that I, I I don't get into online arguments. I make my comments. I make my sarcasm. They're, they're against political sometimes. Make cultural, but I don't engage people in arguments online. I think it's just so foolish. And and it ha <laughs> I think people like they live for that, and I think it works them up. You know what I mean? Like it gets them fired oh, yeah. up. It's bizarre. <clears throat> it's it, what is it? What is it, Keith? By the rights, how bizarre? <laughs> how bizarre? How bizarre? See, I, I don't. I, this again, is my, a very droppy episode. And I'm <laughs> loving like every second. I of like it. it. It works. It buttresses the show, if you will. So let's watch is more of this. Yeah. Where it's like, you know what? Even See how you ministry he Bowl, is. We're still Kyle Shanahan going to try to find this more. Well, you know what it is? Look at his murderous fucking glasses. <laughs> he, <laughs> oh, he's got I the dollars hard. <laughs> Do you see those hands? Yes. That, I mean, he oh played in he Lord. played in the league. Oh yeah, and I think he played like eight or ten years. He played for. I think it was a linebacker. His brother Sam Acho was a bear. Oh yeah. His brother Sam him. is good people. Yeah. Like I know him. He just has good taste. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's a, a good man. He has kind of a cartoon <laughs> character. He just hams it up because you can tell he wants his own show. Like, look yeah. at how fucking into joy, joy. Like, no, look at how into joy he is. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Dude. I know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That was the choice that he made. So 
Does he, does he what if I looked at you like that? I know, exactly. Okay, Adam, <laughs> like, make your point. Be like, whoa. And the, and the philosophy yeah. of replacing him. You don't get credit. No one gets any credit except for the scouts that fought for him. Like, Do you know I'm what sorry. he's thinking? Like, now listen to the woman. Do you know what's That's funny weird. about Acho, too? Yeah. He'll always throw, try and throw how cool he is. Instead of throwing it to Joy, he'll just be like, Joy, peep game on this real quick. Shady, we're gonna let you peep game in a second. Like he's always not just saying like, "All right, we'll go to you next." He's always yeah. just like, "We want to see off the dome next, Shady. What's on Shady's dome, and then we're gonna see what's what's peeping with joy." Like he's when dictating it or something. No, he just wants to say cool shit oh, instead oh, of oh, saying oh, like oh, okay. instead of saying like, "What do you think, Joy?" He's always just like, "What's coming off your dome right now, Joy?" <laughs> I literally the don't know the slang. Is because it's like scouts have no authority. It's, it's Shanahan, you only get seven picks. Yeah, scouts. More, you really end up getting about ten, but you only get scouting got no authority. Now he swung and missed, like they swung and missed. You could say with Robert Griffin, but they he backdoored, like, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm. A. Robert Griffin just suffered from clinical depression in Washington, <laughs> which is yeah. probably not geared toward the black in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, the city is, but the ownership. No, well, they're no, in no, DC. No, they're no, in the no. fake DC. They're not yeah. in. They're not they're in, in bad. They're not in bad brains DC. <laughs> but, uh, that, 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 that's a good deep cut, dude. Dude, if you listen to bad brains I when I was in brains. college, you were the shit. You were you were hip. I mean, you were cutting edge hip. That was far cooler. They like the invented punk rock and ska. Yo, well, they, they and a little bit of metal. They kind of yeah, created yeah. hair metal in a ways. Their third album is kind of like fucking eye against eye is kind oh, yeah. of like oh against yeah eye against eye. it's kind of like fucking bon jovi poisonish you, to me the album that i had that i used to listen to all the time what was the one that had the first one na 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 yeah exactly na 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 i mean it was it's like this is it's very scatty and wild dude that shit is wild all black dudes yeah i know exactly which i was kind of like i mean dude bad brains if you were into bad brains when i was in college you were hip. And then they went full reggae yeah. in the 90s. They had and, and that streak. To this day, they're putting out reggae records. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, because they had a little bit of that too. And it was like it was like a punk rock sort Dude, of Dude, They homage. were so trans. What is that? Like uh trans they like it, they were so important to like music as a whole. The, uh, the fact that you give Bad Brains credit, man, I I, I think that's a totally good point. It really is. We it really is. I mean, they uh, it, it definitely the music it, it opened up some sort of different genres. All these, it, all four of these fuckers know about Bad Brains. You know about the brains, guys. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Ted Thompson told me we drafted. you. If you play them Bad Brains, they would think it's white people shit. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. then you'd be like, no, no, no. learn about your culture a little bit. <laughs> Remember it was you a mean they appropriated Scott? Scott Scott was a white man's music. James Jones is a hundred percent a Justin Field supporter, by the way. Yeah, you know they got to draft Caleb Williams. I'm sorry, it dude. It has to happen. If I will literally fucking rip this TV off the wall if they don't draft Caleb Williams. Do you know? Do you know what what, what Fields can't do and what you have to do in the modern consistently NFL? Consistently throw the fucking football. Well, you have to throw between the numbers in, in the mid to deep level. He can throw a 90 yard touchdown. Yeah, but but it's he's not like, behind the linebackers in front of the safeties. He is not good. He can't do that. Like he just he can't pull the trigger on that. He then he holds onto the ball too long. You know he's got he had enough weapons this year. There were enough there. You know that he could have done, I think done some more passing. God, that first game against the the Vikings, he was 
He was not good. Aponte says, I do love a turtleneck under a blazer. The big dude on the left. Very Steve McQueen. That's Shady McCoy. He has legitimately the worst sports takes in the history of the world. Listen to him talk. He mispronounces words. Watching football and, and playing in it, and I, you know who's good, who's not. There's a lot of teams that, that a dude has a He was a D-tackle like, for the uh, Buccaneers, yeah. right? And then you pay him, because back in mind, if there's ever a, 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 a doubt, yeah. should we pay him? I feel like with Brock Purdy... It is this. It is a doubt. But Shady, it's just like, yeah. it's just like they want to still wins, squeeze like three, two more years out of him. Because when you pay him, I would refuse to call him Shady. Yeah, is your name is Lashawn, motherfucker. <laughs> the reason I say that is, no. you, you, well, hold on. You say this hold all on. the time, and I agree with you. I've never seen. He was Joe yelling. They constantly have to shut him down. They yeah. know Shady shouldn't have a job. He had Randy Moss. They just love him. He <laughs> He's the guy where you're like, you're yeah. hanging with, you're hanging with the jock too. Be you know, the guy was in the league, who has some insight. You know, I've never seen someone was fucking getting Joy. Joy should be lucky that she gets to sit with, <laughs> or watching Joy try and outwit four people that have actually played the game. Yeah. And I go, yeah, three guys. With brain damage, <laughs> exactly. CTE. Yeah, no, no, her takes are fine. They actually, they really are. For something that happens with everybody, they lose talent, they get worse. They lose talent, they get worse. But everybody you talk about when you see them play, are they in the same class? Huh? Hello? Yeah, I, like I hate when y'all. Hey, By the way, if you're just watching, this is live television. We're not redoing it. We're we're, we're giving you takes as they come. The, 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 we're taking the takes. You know, what I respect about the modern, well, what I get about the modern NFL, and I say I respect it, how it's different. Because you have to admit, in the last five years, the NFL's changed. You have to admit that, right? Oh, it's I mean, like a video game. It's yeah. become the, the video, how we used to play Madden, yeah. how the game is played. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You're scoring 50 points a game, and there really has to, I didn't realize why defensive, it really hit me why defensive coaches are conservative. I just thought it's because, like, you're not tuned to offense. It's because they're mad that you're going to, I want my defense off the field. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to run the ball because my defense is only going to be able to west for four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what Zimmer's beef was at the end of the Zimmer reign. Of, Our of, defense I, is we, he, he, his, his contribution on offense, he would literally just go into the coach's room and be like, run the ball, and then and walk apparently out. That was it. They fucking got into Eberflus's ass because apparently he told Luke Getze and Fields. No, he well, he kind of just told, because I'm sure Fields would be bummed if you tell him this. He said, because he's a defensive coach, he goes, I want you to go for about 250 yards and two touchdowns a game, and then, you know, the rest, I want you to just keep the defense off the field. Yeah, yeah. And that's why their play calling was so conservative, and yeah. they ran screens all oh, year. God. Because Iberflus was all about resting his defense. He didn't want to yeah. have to, you know, you score a touchdown right away, the defense got to come back out on the field right away. Yeah, well, it's like, the you know what the point of the game is? To score points, actually. That's actually the point of the game. Yeah, I get it. I, you know, again, defense is de – there definitely is a thing with defense now. It still has a, has a place in the game. It's even more offensive-oriented. than. Although, you know something? Let's be honest. The Chiefs – the Chiefs receivers outside of Kelsey are pedestrian. Speaking of that. And, and, and like, and they, they can't score 50 a game, Colin but they're Coward still able to win. flabbergasted anyway. that more defensive coaches got hired in this cycle. Oh. And we're going to try and find it on YouTube. It yeah. show's over here. Yeah. So some, yeah, we'll, we'll ease into some Colin takes here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, hate, we love hate Colin on this show, by the way. Absolutely, but yeah, just the uh, the yeah, you're right with the Bears. I feel like their defense was certainly an improvement this year. Would you say their defense improved this year? Oh, towards the end, they they yeah. have one of the up and coming. I think they have one like a top. They had the number one rush defense. Yeah, no, I know. So I yeah. think they have a top five defense going into next year. Yeah, or at least top ten, right? At least top ten. You know, so yeah, I mean, it, it is. You know, but yeah, they, 
I'm sorry with Fields, and I, and I supported him those first two years because he didn't have Jack around him. He had a better team around him this year, and he just wasn't really that great. And, and he holds and on he to the ball Brindle. too long, you know. And, and so I can't really. I could, they got to move on. If they get Williams, they're going to be able to make some plays when they, with his arm when the ship breaks down. He you know? kind of, and I know they say it, and it seems hollow. But if you just watch both of them, he does look like Patrick Mahomes when he plays. Oh, absolutely. The way yeah. he's like athletic, but not like Lamar. Yeah. But like really excels when it collapses. He's got yeah. a rocket on the run. Like yeah. his accuracy is just pinpoint. Yeah. Like I think he is a Mahomes. -ish. And if you think about it, Mahomes has been in the league for like six years now. So Caleb kind of came up watching Mahomes oh, yeah. towards the tail end of his high school and college. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so he could have patterned his game. Like after we're gonna him, you start know? seeing a lot of quarterbacks who are like, I grew up watching Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, exactly. And they're all gonna start looking like it. He's yeah. the prototype. Now. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it interesting how that's literally having an impact? Of oh, this is. I mean, he's literally changing the position and the way it's played. I mean, the days of the true dropback passer, it, it's it's gone the way of the dodo bird. I mean, it, it's there's still gonna be a place for that. It's just not two gonna minute be the warning dominant, is when you, know? you gotta sit in that pocket. Yeah. Because that's when defenses are coming at you and you're not going to be able to run out. So you're not going to be able to bootleg. Yeah. Two minutes left in the game when you're tied, that's when you have to stand in the pocket and take one on the chin. Yeah. Yeah. It Mahomes is... would have sucked if the Bears drafted him 100%. The yeah. Super Bowl against the Bucks is how Mahomes would have looked against the Bears. Yeah. It would have been the, We're with the Bears. It would yeah. have been the most beautiful three interception games you ever saw in your yeah. life. Yeah. And the Bears fandom, he fucking sucks. He's too much of a gunslinger. <laughs> we need a game manager. Bring Kyle Orton back. <laughs> I know, as if Orton is even like one half of the athlete. Bears that the fans Mahomes are is. fucking morons. <laughs> oh, I know that. I can't believe I mean, <laughs> we're mitching ourselves into thinking that Caleb Williams is going to stink. Yeah, no, no. It's he, unbelievable. I know, yeah, no. He is, his ability, when you watch his tape, it's like, he makes some plays. Here's the only concern. Here's one thing I think he does well, mentally, mentally, what he does well. He's played in L.A. for two fucking years. You've played at the big time. You're playing in the Coliseum. I don't think he'll be intimidated by the NFL. There'll be a, a learning curve. There always is because the athleticism is it, yeah, they're just simply better. My only concern with him, and it already seems this way, is he's got his handlers and like the modern. It's athlete, his parents. His parents have had know? a plan since he was twelve, apparently. Yeah. About it. So they're involved. Yeah. And the Bears are apparently are doing everything they can to be be like they don't want to be Eli'd. They don't want them like they want to make Caleb comfortable. And yeah. I guarantee you the Bears have had meetings with Caleb's parents. Oh, yeah. Reassuring them yeah. like we are not don't like what what people say about our franchise is there is truth to it. We've yeah. been very negligent in developing our offense. That's changing yeah. and we're changing because of your son. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wonder to me the place I was going to go with it is his sort of relationship with the media. And I guess he's yeah, know, he was very shielded. Lincoln Riley, yes. he never gave press conferences. Yes. You weren't allowed to interview him at his locker. That shit is not going to fly. Yeah, and pros. so to me, it's like there's going to have to be a bit of an adjustment. And, and you know, I would think he'd be able to. And he's do a that. very soft spoken. Yeah. He doesn't have like a deep voice. He kind yeah. of like he's very kind of feminine in a way. Yeah, yeah. And he's going yeah. to a very blue collar. Hey, you know what? A high pitched voice. Mike Dyson had a yeah. high pitched voice too. Even Doug Flutie had a little bass in his voice. <laughs> And then, do, you, do Here, people can you click the button for me? Do you people remember where the button yeah, is? Yeah, absolutely. Do people still talk about? Uh, it's a, oh no, the other. There you go. Beautiful. Do, do people still talk about Flutie in your family at all? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> he was that. That was Didka. 
was losing it. I remember when he yeah, got we closed, lost like, that fucking eighty six playoff game I mean, because of that bullshit. I mean, they should have started fucking Tom Zach. Yeah, exactly, absolutely, and he was terrible. Flutie was terrible in that game. I mean, Tom Zach eventually became terrible, but eighty six yeah. was good for Tom Zach. Oh, oh, listen again. We were deprived of, of one of the greatest NFC Championship games in the history of championship games, which would have been the 85 Bears playing the 86 Giants. It would have been an well, absolute war. The game won of 19... I have a 1987 Monday Night Football game, Bears-Giants, and it was the the last two Super Bowl champions yep. duking it out, and, the Bears and fucking Tom Zach rolled them. them, dude. Yeah, absolutely. They they jumped. They had a defensive touchdown early Willie in the Galt game. fucking caught a bomb early on. Yeah, and I think Hampton had a sack. My dad had that on tape, and I would watch it religiously. They give baseball scores in the middle of it. Absolutely. And I remember, I specifically remember the Blue Jays blew out the Royals. Like it was like 12 to 11. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. were like, Cito Gaston. And the yeah. <laughs> Michael's talking about new manager Cito Gaston really wow. taking the Blue Jays far this year. Wow. Wow. Yeah, man. The whole, uh, <laughs> that game, my memory of that game is, uh, it was my first. Let me see if I could find that. But my memory of that game, it was my first week in college. At the University of Wisconsin, not Madison, where I got my yeah, didn't degree. Didn't your manager crank? Didn't your roommate crank one out? You <laughs> better. Uh, it was my first University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. That was basically I wasn't. I didn't get good enough grades to get into Madison. That's the truth. So I had to go to a, a different school. But it was essentially it was a state school that let in more people. And then I got my grades up. I had like a three average. I was able to transfer to Madison. It was no problem. And I ended up going to Madison for three and a half years. My first year was at University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. My freshman year roommate, you got it. it. Dave Marr was his name, M-A-H-E-R. He was from New Berlin, Wisconsin, which is a suburb of Milwaukee. Oh, my God. Very conservative. Oh, my God, it's up. Yeah. You can never, you, sometimes you can't find these games. Yeah, but, but this is a big oh, game. Oh, this, this is like so important record, to my dude. life. Look at his record. That's unbelievable. He was 60 and 23. Listen, they were great. They were true. That is their glory years. They really have not been. I remember this game. Look at Parcells' record. Because they stunk his first year. My dad had the pregame show. Lawrence Taylor got interviewed at halftime because he was off because he was mid-crack addiction yeah, when this game yeah, came out. Yeah, he was. He had a drug issue. Is that Maggot? Yep. No, 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 no. no. It's. Uh, we got another one. Yeah, right who there. is it? No, who is it? Is it George Adams? I'm going to guess it's George Adams, who was a running back out of, of Kentucky. Here's Sims. Okay, my freshman year roommate. This game was on, and I fucking hated the Bears. I, I hated the Bears like I hate the Packers right now. That's how much I hated the Bears. I did not like them. And, uh, and he ended up, he got, who Ooh, here we go. On? Stacey Robinson, Mark Bavaro, uh, Maurice Carthon. Bavaro was the uh, Gronkowski of his time, as I always say. Manuel, yeah, Joe Morris. They, they had a, they had a decent line. Billy Ard, Bill Ard, Bart Oates, Chris Godfrey, William Rob. That's just an '80s O line. Yeah, absolutely. Right there, they, they had a good offensive line. They had, like their line, although the the Bears, you know how, how great their defense was. Bears' offensive line was really good, actually. Oh, good this line. does tie in. We are in 1987 for TV history. This yeah. is just later on. Absolutely. So it just. Uh, I remember my roommate, my freshman year, had like befriended these two women, and they were just total fucking like. Motley Crew t-shirt, like hot pants. They were just sluts. They were easy Classic women. sluts. Yeah, just sluts. And, and, and I, I had to label, you know, it's what it was. And, and he They'd got, be called feminists now. now well, no, I don't you know? know about that. Here Dan we go. Hampton. 
I mean, Michael. this is still fresh off the ball. Oh, this dude, is still a dude, dominant team. Dude, this is the the 85 Bears still the, cast I feel like they're just getting into, like, uh, the Bears are kind of blowing their chance at a dynasty here. Um, After this year, that's when that happened. After this year. Not, not, not yet. I mean, you look at their defense. Was, it, was, it was really good. Otis Wilson, Otis, Wilbur Marshall. I mean, it's pretty much was the Super great. Bowl team. Yeah. The yeah. secondary is a little different because one of those boys tore his ACL in the uh, Super Bowl. Leslie Frazier tore, yeah. tore it. I remember that play. And then so Reggie, yeah, Todd Festy Bell. Jackson stunk. <laughs> Festy Jackson stunk. Durison put a gun to his chest yeah. later on in life. Yeah. Todd Bell. Reggie yes. Phillips. Reggie Phillips intercepted a ball to make it 44 to 10. Oh, I watched the very end of that. Uh, of th their last points was a safety. That's how dominant the Bears were. They stat they sacked Steve Grogan. I, I saw I saw Peyton's last carry. They tried to give him a touchdown run, and, and you know this whatever. was Peyton. This was the first year without Peyton, right? No, no, Pey it's Peyton's last year. Because Neil Anderson year. starts this game. I think Peyton was wow. hurt. No, Peyton plays, but they split. Neil wow. Anderson is involved. It's because he Father Time was catching up. Well, and Peyton had announced that 87 was his last year because he said, and this is how fucking humble Peyton was. He said he felt disrespectful. To, he had a longevity like, you know, players like Brian Piccolo and all really? these players that had their health, like they couldn't play for as long as me. Like, I feel like I'll be kind of like stomping on their memory at this point if I just like it, like, oh, I, like, so he's like, I could play, but I feel like I need to end it just to let the younger generation. Uh, fucking. Dude, that guy played 12 years, man. 12. He probably could have played into the 90s. I don't think. he. he it, it was starting to fade this year. This was a strike year, 4,000 yards, a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, it was starting to fade. His last true dominant year for me was 85. He had like 1,300 yards rushing. 86, he still had a season, of course, but it was starting to show. He played on that turf, man. He played on that turf. He never got to play on the grass of Soldier. I, I watched. I watched Dave Volsky. We've talked about him on the show. Dave Volsky. He's yeah. a good boy. He has good like retro highlights. He, he had a, he had a segment he put together. Line. He's like, just how bad were the Bears quarterbacks from '75 to '80? And he went through all of their stats. Keith, if you watch this, it's jaw dropping how bad their quarterbacks were. Jaw drop. Avalini was the only guy who was. Kind of okay. Yeah, it'd be ten touchdowns and twenty interceptions every year. From this him. is also Dave McGinnis, defensive coordinator of the Bears. Yeah, yeah. This is post Buddy. This Ryan. is post Buddy Ryan. North Dakota State. That's where State's around. He was from Minneapolis. I think he caught the uh, seventeen-yard first down pass in '86 when they beat the Vikings on a fourth and seventeen play. You know, God, that pissed me off. They beat the Vikings 19 to 6. That game was Whiskey Wade's quarterback in the Vikings oh, this, this time? year, right? Yeah, yeah. He What's the Viking outlook for you? Oh, oh, at this oh. point, you're ready to They're go. They're a rising you're, team. So you're like, fucking, we need to just get past the Giants or well, the Bears and we're ready to fucking no, go. No, no, no. 86 in 86, they, they were 9 and 7. They had a great point differential. They were to, they, they had improved dramatically. In 84, dude, they were 3 and 13. They were 3 and 13 in 84 and 86, 2 years later. Yeah, they were nine and seven. You could tell they were becoming a better team and they were young. Millard and Dolman and, and Joey Browner were completely developing into very good football players. And Anthony Carter was a very good receiver for them. So again, it was like they were missing a running back. You know, they look at that little fucker. Punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at Joe Morris. He well, he's five seven. hundred percent. Yeah, he's five seven, like two oh five. Remember Jamie Moore? Jamie Morris was his brother. For, uh, <laughs> what about Bam Morris? No, that's someone that's for the Steelers. God, look, yeah, 
the football behind the number is so yeah, 80s. Absolutely. But my roommate, my freshman year, picked up this woman. I could he tell balled. you. He, he balled. He balled. I heard him lose his virginity. I heard him open up the condom. <gasps> and, and, and I heard here's what I heard. Oh, Dave. I heard that. <laughs> so obviously when he, <laughs> was he inserted Dave Bolsky? That, his name was Dave Marr. So, so he, and he not the one that got into went into a diabetic coma in Chicago. And I was literally in my bed, and I was like sweating profusely. It's like, why wouldn't I just leave? McMichael, just leave the room. McMichael is as thin as that yard line now. I know. Uh, it's the Reapers coming. Oh, dude. it is. Uh, what, what do you, what what what's the what's the ETA you think on the Reaper for by the end my, of the year? Yeah, I, I, I think he's. I'm gonna go even a his bear's pension is keeping him alive. Yeah, the McCaskey's got a direct feed to some adrenochrome that's fucking keeping him fresh. Probably, I, I guess like teammates have gone to see him. Well, you know, you know what you're doing then. You're, you're saying, saying your goodbyes <laughs> is what's happening. You know, so you're circling the drain. There's no doubt about it. Oh, they got him. Oh yeah, Ooh, his fucking yeah, helmet. Oh, there's the ball. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Dude, they they had and turnovers. this is back when a fumble was a fumble. There was yeah. no fucking. Yeah, I actually think they review a play for like 47 minutes in this game, and Al yeah. Michaels, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, here. yeah, it lasted for like a couple years, and then it was taken away. I but, remember when they brought it back in yeah. like the late 90s, 2000s. Yes. It was a big deal. It was something happened with, I think, Vinny Testaverde and the Jets. Yeah, and like he, there was some goal line play that was not a touchdown, but got called a touchdown, and that was like we need to bring back instant yeah. replay. But yep. then they were like, but not because before. The booth had full control at all times. Like yeah. they could replay anything whenever. Yeah. And it would literally stop games for 20 whole minutes. Yeah. I think they've implemented I think it's a little better administered now than it was. It still slows it down and bothers me. Peyton fumbles on this drive, but the ground causes the fumble. That's I learned rules watching this game. Yeah. As a kid. They have a split backfield, but not even an eye. Yeah, I want to see their oh, their offenses. Oh, I was a hard hit by Carson. Fucking Emery Moorhead. Yeah, uh, Harry Carson. Look at fucking that. Look at my Tom guy, Zach. Mikey Tom Zach. From Joliet Cal Tom. City. Joliet. Oh, I think he's born in Calumet City. Son of a coach, and there he is beating out. I mean, why wouldn't have he? He was seven zero as a starter. Go Looked with like him a in young playoffs. Mickey Mantle in that yeah, picture. Yeah, it's it's, it's Neil Peyton Anderson and, and Peyton. Anderson. They had Neil Anderson at full back. So what happened to Dennis Dennis Gentry? He's there. They just don't got him in right now, probably. No, no. He, he had the same offense. Dude, it's almost the same exact. It's like three different That offensive different line played until 92. Oh, that, that offensive line was good. It was a good offensive line. It was. It got here it beat is. up, though. Here's the... Here's yep. the Look how I remember that. Yeah, absolutely, dude. This good implanted job. in my head. I smell my grandpa's bedroom when I watch this. Yeah, absolutely. You're like Patrick Mahomes watching videos of... <laughs> I remember everything because my dad would watch it with me too, and he would tell me Bears got rid of Marshall after this. Like he would complain yes. about all the free agency that happened. That like this is the last year of the Super Bowl defense. Uh, I would argue that Wilbur when, Marshall went to the Raiders. I think Otis Wilson went no, to the Skins. Uh, uh, no, Marshall went to the Skins. Wilson still played for the platform, uh, but uh, Galt got traded to the Raiders. That was the big stupid move that Dick. It was the first of his bad moves, getting rid of Willie. Willie Galt was a he difference a maker track for them. Star. He he still runs track. I think he can still run close to a ten flat hundred meters. It's like eleven or ten eight or something. He can run, and he's in his deep. I mean, I think he's sixty years old. Dan Theodore's walrus ass. The ground causes the fumble. <laughs> do you do you know how old? Here's how old I am. These guys, a lot of these guys in this team, are like eight years older than I was at that time. That's how old I am. Dude, I was 18 when this was on. This is the year you were born. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, it was. I don't even think. Yeah, I was a baby. Yeah, you were an infant. You were in, in a crib. Yeah, I remember. And, oh, I was. You know, what's weird. I was in the room when this was live. There's no way my dad he taped it. Yeah. So like, yeah. and my parents were together. I was I was there. I watched this game live. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I. Uh, Dude, Tom's he probably was, was screaming at my mom the whole time this game was on. Listen, keep it down. <laughs> I have to a wobbly it, duck. I, I have to. I have to sometimes bite my lip. I, I watched the, the, the Niner Lion game with Jasmine for a little bit. She was tuning in and tuning out, doing things around the apartment, came back. I sometimes have a difficult time watching an important game in the presence of a woman. I have to admit that. I, I, if there's a sexism you, in me. Because yeah, she didn't you, she say she was getting mad? Like you were like, don't worry, they'll fuck it up. Like you were oh, like, because oh, you, were, you were worried the Packers were going to win. You always do that. And you, you, why do you do it? Oh, they blocked it. Yeah. Maury Buford. Tom Flynn, ex-Green Bay Packer. But no, it, it, there's just certain questions that come uh, up. Rob Aponte says he was eight when this game came out. God. Yeah, I was. Do you, do you remember watching it, Rob? Do you remember watching it, Rob? Do you like? Are you aware of this game? Like this, I could see that being an age where this is a game that has, has an impression. It's a Monday Night Football game. Yeah. It's a big deal. Tom, Tom Flynn. Uh, Ex-Packer. Ex-Packer. He, he was a Hacker, good special team guy. The Hacker years. Yeah, well, then they were terrible. I want to see how... Yeah, I don't think he. I don't know if he I'm gets so the foot, pumped the to ball fast forward his, and find these baseball scores. I hope yeah. he has the halftime show. I want to see how bad his punch. Look at it Buford. literally he took it right off his foot almost. Man, yeah, he was. He had busted. You gotta have through. some testicles to go in on a fucking punt. Like Absolutely. That. No, no, blocking to me the block punt. I think I think they blocked the extra point. Yeah, I think Hampton gets his fucking big claw up there because they're they're only. They definitely block yeah. a field goal in this game. Yeah, because. They had 19, 19 points. That's 34 to 19. They talk about how mangled the defensive line's hands are because they always break their fingers blocking field goals. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's also... Look at that fucking graph. I think they break their fingers, getting their fingers caught like in face masks and shit, too. You know what I, mean? I think that happens, too. Plus, when they fall on them... Uh, Alan Page. Who is... Todd Bell, I think? No, no. Look at the fumbles. Yeah. Who was that? Because he had that neck roll on, man. He had that white neck roll. Who was that, man? Tw it was 20. Let's go back and look at Dan Deardorff. I hated I, Dan Deardorff as I a kid. I couldn't stand him. I did not. I like also him. hated Dan Fouts. I, I refused to believe that Dan Fouts was an all-time legend. Oh, he was great. He was I couldn't great stand him as a broadcaster. But Deer Deardorff, wasn't he on Monday Night Football for like 20 a years? Time. It was like forever. I think Deardorff was like one of the first. Well, Frank Gifford was the first one I remember leaving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Because for me, I'm all enough from what was Cosell, Gifford, and... Uh, Here we go, DeGaulle. I don't know. And, and what's his face? Uh, uh, Meredith. Meredith Gifford and, and Cosell, I remember that. That that, that was you know, you know what rivaled that was Pat Summerall and Tom Brookshire. That that was See, the I CBS know, it's, team for me. It's Summerall and Madden. Oh yeah, Summerall and Madden. That, that, that was a, when they came together. You knew something was was changing. Look at that three four. Eric Dorsey, I remember that Super Bowl. Uh, he says oh. he doesn't remember this. He remembers the Super Bowl, but not weeknight. Oh, interesting. Like so the Super. So yeah, this is like his sports consciousness here. Yeah, right around that time though, seven eight. That's usually when it happens. Ninety five was when I hit it. That's what happened for me. Seventy seven for me. 
I, I know you really do. I would be weirded out if my three year old was like hardcore. Like you need to be a kid. Like you need yeah. to be outside playing swords and like yeah, yeah. pretending to be a Power Ranger. And then yeah. and then when you're eight and nine, you can start giving your fucking soul to sports. Yeah. <laughs> and then have it crushed and ripped out of you, making that deal with the devil. There so. really is a hope that starts getting squeezed out of you slowly, cheering for a sports team. Uh, like yeah. there is, you need a little bit of that unbridled hope. Yeah. As a child. Yes. You know, you, like I, I, I hear the stories of people who like your, their kid went to bed crying because they stayed up and watched a baseball game and the team lost. And you're like, uh, oh, I can't believe I let him watch this. He's three years old. Like yeah, yeah. that really does probably <laughs> like you shouldn't be in, you shouldn't be involved in disappointment that early. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I can tell you one thing. It, it I mean, for you, I, I want to ask you. With the Bears and knowing what it, you you think the Bears are a damn franchise, correct? You, you, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, they're a damn franchise. For you, when was the hope? It was like, oh, it was ripped out. And you're like, oh, this isn't this is what it actually is to me to be a fan. Was there a particular game or a season or a moment where you're like, oh yeah, the Bears are a damn franchise? Um, no, because all of my early years they were just bad. Like when I that Carolina oh. game in '95, yeah. I didn't know they were like decent. Yeah, okay. I just thought like, oh, this is the Bears. They haven't won since the '80s. Yeah. Like I just <sighs> always know them to be like not good. Yeah. So like, th there's no moment. It's just like they are a damned franchise. Wow. They wow. don't. It's more notable when they have good seasons. It's so it's yeah. so when something yeah. goes wrong or happens, it's more like. Okay, this is what it is. Yeah, like this is back to normal. Back to normal here. Yeah, it's more tense. It's more tense when they're good because oh, absolutely because there's no trust that they're going to maintain it. It's what? just like here's the one season. Now we got now it's another eight of futility. Here's the one. Uh, what What do you think it was like in Wayne County, Michigan, on <laughs> on, on Sunday night? That must have been a that w I, I got a feeling some wives took it on the chin that day, that night. I mean, I got a feeling some kids got kicked in the stomach and the dog didn't get fed. I mean, th there was yeah. some abuse going on because oh, they played that a lot of Alex Jones after that game. A lot of con lot of conspiracies were solidified after that game. Th that was uh, uh, that was an epic choke. I mean, they choked. Said he was twelve in nineteen ninety one and was sure they could get back to the Super Bowl. The Ooh, Bears. Man, now that by that time. But well, that that was like ninety was when the Bears started to lose it, and Ditka truly lost it. The roster was being constructed differently. There weren't the same players after the '88 season when they lost in that NFC Championship. That's game what he says. That's the, the game 49ers, he remembers most from his youth. The '88, the '91 Bears Giants Championship, or or no, it's a playoff game. Yeah, it was a first round game actually, which the Giants fans called the revenge game. Yeah, I they, cried when they lost. I was 12 in 1991 and was sure they could get back to the Super Bowl. They That's lost 31 to 3 that Ooh. year. They got they got smoked. Neil Anderson's still the back, right? Yeah, I think so. Maybe Brad Musker, the Colonel Brad Musker. Fucking uh, Waddle. Yeah, Tommy running Watt. routes. They had Tommy you know, Waddle running routes. Good Fucking Mike Adamley out there. Yeah, Mike Adamley. Dude, so is highlights <laughs> of Dave Volsky. They have some Mike Adamley highlights. Adamley was a teammate with Early Ooh, Payton. Absolutely. I'm not lying, Keith. They made the playoffs in 77 and 79 because of one player. That's how dominant Walter Payton was. It was truly I one player. Walter Payton. <laughs> a young Adam Crocious. I, I, Imagine that head on a child body crying. I, I was, uh, yeah, I was pretty. Because and, Payton gashed him for 275 they, with the flu. And you have to understand, 
that that created a permanent scar in my in my mind. So then they had to face him for ten more years. They they played him for ten he more seasons. It confirms it was Muster and Waddle on that team. Yeah, yeah. So so for me, see, so I totally relate to what you're Harbaugh's saying. Harbaugh's the coach or the quarterback in '91. I think so. I think it was probably Harbaugh and still Tom Zach. Tom Zach was around a little bit too. Uh, McMahon was gone. By he was then. on the Vikings. No, no, he was actually on. The, when did he go to the Vikings? You know, he went to the Chargers. He went to the Vikings in '93. Uh, he, I guess he was like held together with duct tape and painkillers. Like he was pilled out that entire year. He was. I liked him. I actually liked McMahon for that because I was like, what do I like about it? I'll say it. He had some nuts as a quarterback. You could tell he was kind of a gamer. Oh yeah, you know? he would play hurt. Uh, and also, oh look a, at him come up. Like he was a gamer. Like when you needed to score, he, he could actually do a good drive when it They're counted. They're still basically you know? running the forty-six at this point, right? Oh oh. oh. It has not changed. No, no. It, it is like it they're is. just doing Buddy Ryan's defense without Buddy Ryan. You're basically watching the 85 Bears right now when you watch this game. That's what it is. So it was the 88 season. So do you know if Buddy Ryan changed up for the Eagles or did he just run the 46? Oh, he ran the 46 with, there. Yeah. 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 He, he just had. And their defenses were great. Their offenses were. Not I actually good. just watched, I think it was from 89. It was a Bears Eagles game from 89. Wow. And the Bears won. I feel like Dick kind of had. Ryan's number as far as head to head. Oh yeah, well Ryan was a moron. Ryan was a coordinator. He was not a good head coach. I'll give you five hundred bucks if it takes a dayos out. You know, like it was in that era where the coach would give bounties and stuff, which is like that. That's not allowed now. They did that with the Vikings and Saints. They went after Favre. But my point is, can I make one final point with this? Yeah, with the Bears. Uh, it what after this season it was like uh oh are the Bears gonna win another Super Bowl their last hurrah of the '85 team was the '88 uh, NFC Championship game against the Niners yeah they got when blown they got out smoked that was the, that was when the '85 magic was truly gone and, and they were still a competitive team after that but they weren't they weren't a team you really and I didn't as realize at the time that that game was special too because people were like Steve Young was the heir apparent and that was like. Joe Mc, Joe Montana getting that those like Holmgren getting those last two years out of Joe Joe Montana. Oh yeah, I mean, like I didn't realize '88 and '89 were this comeback year for Joe Montana. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, here's the thing, you that, know, like people thought he was over the hill. He got, which is funny because he was like in his eighth year in the league. Well, I know exactly. I know, it, it, but it is also with that with that year because he got benched against the Vikings. That Viking playoff loss for the 49ers. Like, their organization was shaken to the core. They thought that, that the Vikings had no chance in that game, and the Vikings Whiskey smoked Wade them. Sean Sm- Landetta. Do you want to know why, too? It's Landetta, who, who played until, like, 05. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to know why? Was uh, The field was wet, and the 49ers' timing offense just was out of sync, and the Vikings dominated that game. So and Montana was benched. That's right. The Vikings benched Joe Montana, probably one of the top three quarterbacks of all time. And he was benched because of the Vikings. So, so, and, and the Niners weren't a very good team that year, but they pulled it together. And in the playoffs, they were. I think they were. They were ten and six that year, Keith. That was the year of the Steve Young run against the yeah, Vikings. Yeah, yeah. If the Vikings win that game, I think the Vikings could go to the Super Look Bowl at that magic. year. Magic. Because wow. What's he? He's just Monday out. Night Football. This he's is the a, first Monday Night Football game of the year. This but, is big. But in, in Chicago, you know what I mean? Like it's it's interesting that he's like, yeah. What I mean, like he flew out there for. Ooh, 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 who, who was that? Yeah. Uh, keep yeah. Keep going. Keep going. It's okay. Well, I just wanted to. Oh, that's Harry Carson. Yeah, I want to see who they, they label player wise. Is it? Wow. I remember him playing, dude. I remember him playing for like the seventy eight. Oh, Giants. Rob says the fridge was still on the ninety one team. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. 
Ooh, uh, we got a good we got a good chunk yard. Play I here. moved to Looks Chicago. Looks like Tom Zach runs the, gets the ball down the field. I moved in '92 to Chicago, May 19th, 1992. I moved to Chicago, and uh, I was there for Ditka's last year, and they stunk. So when is your at this point is your roommate fucking? Has he fucked? Has he come? It's over. Uh, I I actually. No, he hasn't yet. But I'm like laying in bed because you know it's later at night. Yeah, and I think I was partying a little bit. I was probably getting drunk at this time. Probably drinking some beers, watching this game. Like, some fucking old Milwaukee's, some uh, Milwaukee's best. D- d- yeah, uh, here we oh, go. Yeah, the Beast. <laughs> you know exactly. The Beast. I remember going on a Beast run. <laughs> a Beast run. Absolutely, man. You know another thing we used to do. This was this was me getting wild. <laughs> we, we, we would order pizza from Rocky Rococo. Flutie, there's Flutie. Yeah, wow. And then not pick it up, and they would throw it, and we'd dumpster saw. And they'd throw all their fresh pizzas out in the dumpster, and, and we'd get, like, 18 pizzas for the dorm floor of, like, fresh pizza, and we'd eat Oh, you would ruin that pizza place's night. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, wait, 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 it was Rocky Rococo, so they had made a shitload of money. I had zero guilt. So you had to make 18 pizzas, and then well, you would just well, not come? No, but it would be slices. Be, right. Individual okay. slices. It wasn't, like, 18 pizzas, but it was, like, it was like so slices. I don't know if it was that many. But I know for sure it was at least five or six. That that I know for sure. We get dumped. Oh, look at fucking Walter go, dude. Is that Walter? No, that's Neil. That's Neil Anderson. Yeah. He Terry is Kennard. from fucking Florida. Oh, yeah. Neil Anderson sounds like the Everglades. He, uh, I think he was chasing around some rats. One of 11 current Bears who were first-round choices, most of any NFL team. Well, again, their drafts were good for was many Fink years. Was still in the game at this point? He might have gone to to the Saints by this time. I don't know. He might be still. He I might think still they be had their some GM. other guy. I think they had. Some, I think fucking Mike McCaskey was fucking needling around at this point. You know, McCaskey got that a fucking mo, dude. <laughs> he was the that Mike McCaskey yeah. was a villain in my house. As oh, a really? Kid. Really? Like he was when Mike McCaskey died. People celebrated in my house. Really? They were like, the Bears are finally going to be good. And when? that's and I think it was like ninety eight when he died. Yeah, I don't know when. And he that's died. when they got Ted Phillips, and like Dick Jerron. That's like the beginning of the Jerron years. Is okay. like when McCaskey finally. Kicked they had the that one year with Jerron where they were thirteen and three, and then got smoked <laughs> by the Eagles. Here we go playoffs. to Moorhead. Look at that, Emery Moore. Like it's blasted. Oh, yeah. Now what that off on ball? Well. I'm balancing a ball on my nose right now. <laughs> Terry Kennard was a very good football player. Was you know? Clemson good in 83? Yes. They had the fridge. I, I, I told you, I saw Clemson and Maryland. Oh, Clemson was on the, he had, they had the fridge? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Clemson. That's where he, uh, at that time, too, they all, well, I saw Clemson play in 1978 against Maryland. I was a Maryland, because I, I lived in the D.C. area. I was a Maryland sports fan. In basketball and football, my dad. I was nine years old. My brother and I, the three of us, went up there and saw the uh, Maryland, who was totally good. Maryland at that point was eight and one, and Clemson was eight and one. Who was going to win the ACC? Was going to win that game. Win that game. So uh, the Clemson won 28-24. You know who Clemson had on their roster? Who? Dwight Clark. Okay. Jerry Butler, who was a receiver for the Bills. You know, they also had uh, a nose tackle. Uh, who played for the uh, Jim Stuckey, who played for Super Bowl 16 49ers and Super Bowl 19 49ers. Uh, the uh, the uh, Maryland had a uh, Mike Tice. <laughs> he was the quarterback. Jesus. He was the quarterback for Terrible them, red zone numbers for the 86 yeah. Bears. Yeah. Inside the opponent's 20, 38%. Well, I got news for you. 
Ditka was not imaginative in offense. Ditka was not. I, I don't really think Ditka was that good of a play caller. It's funny like that. that they thought he was a genius for putting the fridge in there. Like, he was 482 pounds. <laughs> like, that. yeah, he's going to blast through people. What, what was good about Ditka when he came to the Bears, A, certainly of that era of football, he had the perfect personality for what football was back then. And he wanted $38,000 a year. Well, exactly. Yeah, I got paid 100. He was low. He got paid 100. I made more money working for Mercy Housing here. Rob says he truly loves the walrus impression. Impression applies to a few NFL <laughs> folks, including Andy Reid. Yeah, so it, it was. Uh, he was he was a, he was a special teams coach for for Dallas. He had been around a successful organization for eight years, and Land he learned some things from Tom Landry, like how to kind of run a team, uh, but also being a special teams coach. Oh, look at that eighty-six line. Yeah, receptions. oh, that's receptions. Yeah, yeah, that's like a Bears receiver now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Darnell Mooney got that many yards last year. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, although I tell you again, he, he, it scarred my 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 brain when they had him. I know Packer fans. I think too, the like, fridge is about to score here. By the way, uh, Walter Payton was scarred Packer fans too. Like they literally had fears of 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 Walter Payton. Like I had fears of Walter Payton. Every time they played, he gained minimum 125 yards against the Vikings minimum he had other games where it was like 175 against the Vikings not 275 close to 20 I think he had a 182 yard game against them like in 79 you know like okay, Matt Suey still in, on the team in Minnesota that is Suey man <laughs> you don't have to pull it in close but just pull oh. the mic up a little bit sure absolutely mouth. man no problem no problem okay like this yeah there you go there's parcels. Yeah, dude. I love those old headsets. Yeah. Those old AT&T headsets. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking Lou Holtz. I love those Bears jackets. You know what is good, Bear? Ditka wants to be Tom Landry so fucking bad. Oh, absolutely. But he knows he can't because he's, he's a Ditka. He can't he's do it. He's got permed hair. He can't be Tom Landry. <laughs> you look like fucking my Uncle Barry. Do, do you know you know what a cool jacket was? That Bears jacket that was actually kind of short around the waist and had the piping on the wrists and, and around the waist, of like, like the orange. And it was a black jacket that just said Chicago on the back. That was a cool Bears jacket, I thought. Look at that. Field that goal. was a cool Bears jacket. By the jacket. way, I purposely knew you would like sitting like that yeah. so i set that mic up because i was like he can kind of lean like this is that comfortable for absolutely you? i love it great works Perfect. i knew i was like he's gonna really like this mic placement <laughs> Thanks. i really folk hit the button please oh sure absolutely Whoa, making a literary reference. No one gets it. The Tolstoy. In the first two years, oh, so he was 12 and 19, and now he's dominant. Well, getting LT yeah. was obviously the fucking breaker. Well, no, no, they had LT. he had LT uh, in 83 his first year. They had to really do re redo the roster. They, they redid they their roster. They built the whole defense, Carson and all that. Well, Carson was there in the late 70s. Pepper Johnson, I so think. So would they you got. say the Bears and Giants equally had great drafts in, oh, the, in yeah, the early yeah, 80s? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Giants were a little later. Bears had a great draft in 83. That was a great draft. And then the uh, Giants started having good drafts like in the mid-85, like 84, 85. You know, so, um, yeah, it, it was. But these two teams and the Niners and probably the Redskins, those are the four best teams in football, in football, because the AFC was Terrible. garbage at this time, was Garbage. So when the Bengals got good, that was just like, all right, another random AFC team. That that felt kind of schemey to me because they were the first team to go no huddle. It wasn't the Bills. 
So it was a little bit. But I remember when they, when they played the Niners, that was actually like, oh, it's going to be a good Super Bowl because the knock on the Super Bowl is they've been blowouts for like four or five years in a row. The 83 Super Bowl, 84, 85, 86, and 87, five straight Super Bowls were blowouts. So that 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 uh, that uh, Bengal second Bengal Niner one was actually a pretty good game, you know. But the Bengals had a kind of I don't know if it was a gimmick here. They had good good players on offense. Their offense was great that year, it really was. But they were exposed in the Super Bowl. They weren't that good in the Super Bowl. It wasn't done. Like Tim Brown was a really good receiver for them, and he they, they didn't move the ball very well. Their their only touchdown was a special teams touchdown. It was a, a, a kickoff return by Stanford Jennings. They had three field goals. Oh, here we go. This is the Galt touchdown. Oh. I'm looking forward to it because I know I, I knew it because it's I when we were watching I was like oh no they're going the other way yep. in that touchdown yeah he catches the ball on like the four yard line and rolls backwards into the end zone wow like he falls on his ass you Look can tell stats, fucking yeah. Tom Zach puts all of his ass into this yeah throw. yeah well I mean again he traded him to the Raiders because the Raiders love speed it's like. No, keep Willie Galt. Let him end his career as a bear. There was no free agency at this time. I think he goes fucking. Oh, oh they're punting. Punting. Okay, it's okay. Yeah. Let's see if they get the punt off. <laughs> you know. Fucking Mark Bavaro. Yeah. Look at Mike uh, Singletary's religious ass. Uh, Mark Bavaro. Uh, very militantly pro-life. Ooh, I think very fucking. Uh, I think Sims gets hurt here. Very involved in overturning Roe v. Wade. Very involved in organizations and, and, and working on that issue, which I, uh, you know. At 30, oh, oh yeah, uh, Peyton is? Yeah. God. Sims got rocked. This is when I, ooh, ooh. Listen oh, to that crowd go. Oh, yeah, they love it. Listen to it. Wow. And he got rolled, man. I think the other guy got hurt, too. Oh. Yeah, I want to see the hit. Show it in slow motion. I bet you it's a good head shot. I think it's a one-two punch. Is that, is that Rutledge? Jeff Rutledge. I remember him. He used to play for uh, Alabama, I believe. What has he been playing since 78 at this point? Oh, yeah. Well, he played in the USFL, too, I think. Here we go. Him and Chuck Fusina. I think they, they crunch him. Okay, so yeah, it's. But who blasts him? Oh, Richard Dent, yeah. Dent got him in the ear hole. Dent was a a play that would be a 15 yard penalty now, correct? But wasn't a penalty until like three years ago. You know, yeah, I mean, Dent was of that era of DNs, of a great era. Like the edge rusher, like this is the beginning of the edge rusher, Keith. The edge rusher in the 70s, it it wasn't really discussed as much. Yeah. Wow. Look at this one, by the way. 84 QB sackathon. Oh, yeah. The Bears sacked Archie Manning 11 times. He was a Viking? Yeah. I remember watching that game. They got the. Yeah. <laughs> in 84, the Vikings were an abomination to the sport of football. They were truly. They were three Weren't those the fucking uh, non Bud Grant years? Yeah, it was Les Steckel. Les Steckel was her coach. And then they had to they had to hire Grant back for one year just to stabilize the team, and then they handed it off to Jerry Burns. They didn't get out of the shadow of Bud Grant, 
who started coaching in 67 until they hired Dennis Green in 92. They right. For 25 years, I think Grant, here we go, baby. Here Grant we go. Had, had a shadow, a grip hold on the organization for 25 years. But when they got Grant, it, it was like, I mean, when they got Green, they became a different type of team. I think Tom Zach's about to deliver this one. It's a bootleg play, I think. Oh, God. Look at that. Man, those are some bad throws, man. You know, also, he was going to get beat up on that hit, you know. It hit the highlights of him, again, in like 77 and 79, Keith. I'm not lying. He's, I mean, all those breaking tackle plays when he was young. 169th consecutive start, an NFL record for a running back. Oh. Durable. Durable, man. Chuck, I mean, he was probably literally falling apart. He'd probably just keep him quiet. Like, he probably was in so much pain. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Here we go. Is this it here? Oh, they oh. got him. I, I also think it's the reason why his liver conked out. I think it's the reason why his liver conked out. Yeah, we've talked about it before. You remember Peyton dying, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a pretty, was that a pretty big deal to you? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I remember that. I was working at the city. I was, wor I just sort of, I didn't cry. I got choked up when Peyton died. It really, sh I didn't realize he was that sick. Oh, yeah. Gian Greco had ripped him on the, and look at him doing his best Gandhi impression. Or what, he didn't see until he ripped him because he had lost like thirty pounds because he was all cancered out. You know, yeah, I remember seeing him and I was like, uh oh, something doesn't look good about Peyton. He was forty five, dude. He's forty five years old. I'm fifty four. I've outlived him by nine years. Of course, he had a bigger life than me than I'll ever have. <laughs> Trying to find, this but not thing. when I saw. Anderson Anderson was a decent running back for them. He had the misfortune of following up Peyton. I thought he was a decent running back for the Bears. He had like five or six good years. It's just like, what, he only played six years? What is this? Ooh, I remember this one. I remember this commercial break. This is going to really fucking make you hard as a rock, dude. Is it like Spuds McKenzie? No. Oh, it's going to be like, like rock. I think there's a tabletop football game commercial involved, but okay. this is like, oh, this is how I heard about Neil Lomax. They're going to halftime. Uh, at halftime, that's when the loving started happening, I think, with my roommate, Neil Lomax. Look at these highlights, man. They were still like old school. Roy Green was a great wide receiver. Excellent receiver. Those are good numbers. I'd take them now. Was a very I, 80s Lomax was like a great quarterback on a shit team. Yeah, he was. Roy Green was truly a great player. Warren Moon, the Lambs, Ernest Givens. Yeah, he was fast on turf. You know, Warren Moon, uh, a slight level of racism at yeah, that Aponte time. Yeah, Aponte says, I didn't realize Peyton was 45. He just turned 45. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's Roger Craig. Oh, he fumbled. Ah, Mike Merriweather. Hall. Uh, Mike Merriweather. Were the Steelers the garbage? Uh, yeah, they, they still had Noel, but they were they were just a bland AFC team. They beat the Vikings in 89, and, and they were 0-2 going into that game, and they and they smoked the Vikings. That game was a real – that game pissed me off. <laughs> I'll never forget that game. 
Well, I mean, the Vikings were supposed to be a good team. The Steelers had lost their first two games that Ooh, year this by a remember. combined 91 I think this to 10. Is, I think literally. this is Dolphins Jets or Dolphins Patriots on wet turf. Oh, yeah. Coming up. They always had a good Miami Orange Bowl wet game. You know what I mean? Like, Here we go. Look at this. Oh, Miami oh, and New England. On Foxborough. On that Foxborough. For some reason, it always shined like that. If you look at old high, Joe Washington had a game against the uh, Patriots when he played for the Colts. He had four touchdowns, and it was on a wet field like that. I'm sure Marino is fucking hot on it. I'm sure his Italian blood got up on that one. Hey, bada bing. Hey, one more time. <laughs> That's my bad, bad Italian impression. Oh. <laughs> Most rushing touchdowns, overall touchdowns, receptions by a running back. Look at him. He had all the records. Tony Galbraith. I remember Galbraith playing for the Vikings. Wow. He's breaking Tony Galbraith's record. Wow. Well, he had 492 receptions in his career, right? I mean, that's a oh, lot. Oh, here we go. Okay. Here's these baseball stats, baby. Ne yeah. They're utilizing Neil Anderson. But you know what? I watch this now and I compare it to football now. I got to admit it. They're quicker now. They're quicker, I think. I mean, there's some good athletes. Oh, my God. 18 to 3. Hit 10 home runs. Cal Ripken's streak of consecutive innings ends at 8,233. Innings. God, innings. Uh, this is when the Orioles started to really suck, and I loved it. And the other news of note, Cal Ripken's consecutive inning streak ends at 8233. Toronto. Tied with Hello. What is it? Hello. Hello, Paul. Where, where's Charles Nelson Riley? So, did okay, he have a little scores. woo in his voice there? Uh, yeah, o o Oakland was uh, turning the corner this they year. They were in the eighth inning. Yeah, they, they were uh, tied up. Uh, they the were California uh, Angels. Absolutely. I'm <laughs> We got two divisions. There's two the White divisions. Sox were good in the late 80s, 8 2 over uh, Minnesota. Not 87. When they started to get good, was like uh, 89. They were the only challenger for the A's. Did they have Larusa as manager in 87? No, no, the A's got Larusa the year before uh, in 86. And the A's started to turn a corner in 87. Oh, he's got cramps. I remember this. Do you know? Uh, the A's picked up Dave Stewart. This is Dave Stewart's first 20 win season. Do you remember Dave, Dave Stewart in, in 87, 88, 89, 90 had four straight 20 win seasons, which is a pretty good, pretty good accomplishment. Here's the Nash, the National League here. What was good about Dave Stewart was he was an absolute, he was, a, he was, he had total ball. Look at my Cubbies getting edged out by the Mets. Cubs were good in 87. Uh, yeah, 89 was the year they won the division. They probably were a pretty good team still. You know, in 87. San Diego and San Francisco was, 87, was good. Was that Grace's rookie year, or was that 88? No, that was like 88. Yeah. San Francisco, they had Matt Williams in 1987. They probably had Kevin Mitchell and, and, and Will Clark. That they, they, uh, they won the division and lost to the Cardinals in the playoffs. Houston still in the rainbow years, playing the yes. Dodgers. God, I, I remember... I remember Jeffrey Leonard played for played for San Francisco. I remember going to like parties at Wisconsin and in Oshkosh and being hammered, being drunk. Do you know how much alcohol I drank? Oh, here we at that go. Age? I think we got it. 
I cannot drink like that. I, I drank like three. Here's the play. Oh, yeah. Throws behind his back. I used to do that in my driveway through yeah. the legs and behind the back, the Willie Galt. Absolutely. Uh, Willie Galt had some wheels. He had wheels. Probably the last great Bears wide receiver. Like like a true game breaker. Uh, well, caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl, caught a touchdown here. Every yeah. time I saw him, my stepdad had a game. Uh, I think it was 86, Bengals versus Bears. Yeah. Uh, I think he caught a touchdown in that game. Peyton dominated that game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, hurdler, man. You're a, uh, to me, in the Olympics, I like watching the high hurdles. Yeah. You ever watch the high hurdles? Said so didn't, uh, Aponte says, didn't Ernest Givens win the Super Bowl with Washington in no, the early 90s? No, 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 no. Uh, the, you, I can see why you made that mistake. I can see, it makes sense to me. But but the, the they had a, a different trio of receivers for the Redskins. It yeah. was Art Monk, Ricky Sanders, and Gary Clark. Hell yeah! You ready not, to take not a break? Alvin, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not Alvin Garrett. Uh, the, the 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 Oilers had Haywood Jeffries, Ernest Givens, Drew Hill was a good receiver at that time. They had like three, and they had a fourth guy who I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Haywood Jeffries was better in the early '90s. I think maybe they had drafted him. But when they when they had Moon, I mean they they could throw the ball on turf. Like they were kind of an advanced offense for its time. But again, the AFC was garbage. Ass. They were ass. Garbage. The AFC was terrible. 87 was the only year the Vikings could have won the Super Bowl. The, the year we were watching, that's truly the only year they would have won the Super Bowl of my entire fanship, where I'm convinced they would have won the Super Bowl that year. 98 and 09, they might have won one of those, but they could have lost both those games. They could have lost both those games. So, yeah, that that that, but it was fun watching them. I enjoyed it. Ooh, it's All right, we'll be back. See you on the other side of the break.
no more Sound like a beetle Those cold feet off for yesterday You know I do have to, I want to walk during the day over to MacArthur Park. <laughs> just like, that I have to do. You can take the bus from from my house. Yeah. I tell you what, when, when you go outside your place at night, 
It's fine though. It I, looks I, worse than it is. I mean, you also have to look around. There's families walking around. Yeah, no, and I understand, and and I got, I can handle it, uh, and I do it. There's never an issue, you know. But everyone, I mean, almost every time I go out, there's two or three people, individuals, just yeah. like. Ah, like yelling out crazy stuff. As long as you just kind of like don't really pay attention, they they'll, they'll walk past you. They're busy in their own thoughts. Oh know? yeah, man. All right, that was. Uh, We're gonna get into some uh, TV league here up top. You know what I'm saying? We'll do another yeah. one of these. Did I do a, a break in? What did we do? Oh, hang on. Why did I not find it? Oh, it's there. It is. There it is. There it is. Hello, Larry. So we're going to get into a little bit of a television league here. Um, so, yeah, here was our top five for broadcasting. I think we can all see that. Crocia sees it. We see it. Yeah. So the NFC Championship game took the first spot here. 57 million viewers. That is a 52% increase. Wow. Um, so yeah, they got the additional two for that. Anytime you see a green number there, that means they get two bonus points, 52 points wow. for the NFL on Fox, taking the 42 points, uh, for second place is the NFL on CBS for the AFC title game. Wow. Shoffs, Ravons, and then you watched those two games, didn't you? Oh yeah. 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 First one I watched at work. I like listened to it slash watch. Okay. Okay. I also won money on that game. I had the money line on the Chiefs. I don't know why the Ravens were the favorite. Like I just feel like at this point the Chiefs should always be the favorite. Yeah. Like I don't ever see them as underdogs. It was psychotic to me. Yeah. Yeah. That they were viewed as underdogs. Well, their season, they had some real weaknesses this year. But you know something? They don't care. They're able to just turn it on when they need to and be great. They can beat you in so many ways. Because I was making the point before about, you know, they're not the same offense they were four years ago. They're just not. Without Hill, they're not the same offense. Now we'll get back on track. Now we can watch a little Colin and, and talk so, about this. <laughs> and so now it, it, they, they can beat you in different ways. And that's how good Mahomes is, is he's still able to adapt his game. He always, whenever he runs, it's never a bad decision. It, uh, it, it's it's I, I really I'd love to have it just for one time in my life. Keith, it's just the Vikings to have one of the best quarterbacks in football. Like truly oh, have a you're great. You're talking to the fucking. I mean, you're preaching to the choir like, here, baby just, doll. I want to have that one Ooh, time. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I got to put your new battery in. <laughs> you know, uh, it's just, <laughs> but I want to have that just one time in my life where oh. It was maybe going to happen with Culpepper, but you know the knock on Culpepper before he blew his knee, and he was never the same. Yeah, exactly. He was never the same player. The lakes of Minnesota. No, he uh, he he fumbled too much. He had small hands, I guess, for a guy his size, All right. and he fumbled too much. So here's Colin going to talk about a lot of stuff, but he's going to get into. He's mad that they're hiring defensive coaches. No one's listening to his bullshit theory that you need an offensive an offensive coach. Your defensive coach. We have Greg Olson, who we love. Fox Sports. I love that jingle. I know. Well, the, 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 that, that was the NBC. It's amazing they were able to take that. It's you know? probably irritating. But I do think as the league has pivoted to offense, Who's it's this? a different language. It's Greg Olson. Oh. It's just Reed McVeigh. You know they're talking about this fucker being a quarterbacks coach now just because he's a good TV analyst. Wow, Lafleur. I don't think Jordan Love improves that much. I think he's a decent a analyst. Culture, and so I'm not anti-defensive coach. Again. But you were in this league forever. Why the? I'm fuck? not anti-defensive coach. I just don't think they should have jobs. <laughs> Why did the Bears ever get rid of him? I never understood that. 
Why didn't they sign him? He was totally a good player. I love Greg Olson. Anyway. Uh, you know, you have defensive coaches. And, and my takeaway is, as the culture has changed, there are some in... By the way, I hope he's, he got it on the thing. Colin rifled off one of the quintessential Colin lists of all time. He was, like, naming off great players, and he got on a, like... You know, besides, and then he just fired off like nine players. It was a classic Colin list off. Yeah. It made me laugh so hard in the kitchen. <laughs> Eight advantages to the offensive side. So if I see a Raheem Morris or a Mike McDonald, I'm a little concerned, but is that hyperbolic or overstated? Yeah, it's funny. In, in my 14 years, I only played for defensive coaches. I played for Lovey Smith, Ron Rivera, and Pete Carroll. So I, I've only played on teams that were run wow. from the defensive side and the defensive point of view. And listen, there's a lot of really good examples. I mean, of guys who've had a lot of success and Mike Tomlin and don't tell me that, Greg. I need you to talk shit about <laughs> defensive coaches. Just getting hired by Seattle. I mean, there's a lot of examples. I, I think the reason why teams gravitate towards offensive coaches is because typically to get an offensive play caller in your I building. Think this is it. You have to make him the head coach. And the greatest connection between the quarterback is with his play caller. And if you have success, success is going to get your staff poached. Look what's happened to Sean McVay, right? Every coach on his staff over the years yeah. has been poached. But what has always stayed the same? The play caller has stayed the same. If Sean McVay was a defensive coach and they've had the same exact success. That's the only one. Time. That's the only thing I'll give is that like, yeah, you, that you can, if you have a good offensive coordinator, he's probably not going to be on your team forever. Even yeah. Bill Walsh became a head coach. Oh, absolutely. Back before they probably were so quick to poach coordinators. Oh yeah. Do it too Back in the day, you'd be a coordinator for a decade before you oh. were a head coach. Bill Walsh was the coordinator of the Bengals in 1956. No, it, it was from, well, they weren't a team until 60. I know, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He was a coordinator. From the inception until he was the head coach of the 49ers. Uh, he had two years at Stanford, 68 to 76. That's a run. That's seven or eight years. And that was Bill Walsh. Been other good you ones, know? Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp. But it, but I, I, oh, I think that's the list off. Order to find guys to change their offense. He lists off good fucking tight ends. To change the game <laughs> there on it offense. Is. So if you can get him in the building, you got to make him a head coach. So um, uh, you're one of the best tight ends I've ever seen. And and I go back to Kellen Winslow, Gronk, Travis Kelsey are probably the three best I've seen. There's been other good ones, Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp. Look how fucking quick that yeah. list off comes. He fires off another one, I think, in this bottom interview here. <laughs> okay. I'm going to find this. We're going to fucking find this list. It was fucking phenomenal. He banged out Jordan like Schultz, eight. NFL insider for Bleacher Report is in Los Angeles. Go. When he is, we put him on the Did set. Did you see how, like, how much My of friend, ticket? Let's start with a ticket? A ticket. If you're going to get good tickets for Super Bowl, the, the face is like about 60 grand or something. It's some like, you know, 50 yard line good ticket. It's like the event to go there would cost it's you. It's like, crazy. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. It's nuts. It's like a vacation. It's Disney. It's Disney or the Super Bowl. But yeah, it's on steroids. Because he knew. It's tens of thousands of dollars. The GM in Washington really likes him. He also knows that he has a great, basically perfect situation coming back in Detroit next year. I have no doubt. So Ben Johnson decided to, to stay in Detroit. Good for him. Fucking perturbs Colin because that was his big. <laughs> ben Johnson's going to get a job. He, he's going to get a job. He's the next one. You have Gibbs, tell. you have St. Brown, you have Jamison Williams, this dynamic young offense, Laporta, great offensive line. Uh, ben Johnson their offensive line's great. I mean, yeah. Vikings better get some defensive line. Colin made that good point where he goes, I think the star of Detroit is their general manager, Brad Holmes. Yeah. I mean, because he's like, 
he's if and if you got a good GM, you have a consistent winner. Dude, they broke us. They broke a cycle, man. That team was they were in poverty. You know, they broke the cycle. Only job not filled. Before we get to Seattle's being filled, is Vrabel still it all? Belichick Vrabel it all up for that one? Say Belichick, no. Vrabel would surprise me. I think it's down to Weaver from Baltimore. Uh, you got so Dan Washington Lynch. is the last job, and oh. Collins thinking Vrabel's going to get it, but grudgingly because there's no offensive candidates. As okay. On the airplane, okay. I'm going to stay here, but Aaron Glenn. Because again, uh, Brian Flores didn't get hired by anyone, correct? The, the, the Viking team. No, 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 no. Yeah, good. He's in the run the, here. The, they need him. If he comes back next year, Vikings defense will be good. Bears hired the defensive line coach for the Bills as their defensive coordinator. Who looks like a good hire, Eric Washington. They had a top five defense across the board in Dallas last year. Interviewed very well. Has a really good relationship with Adam Peters. I, I think he makes a lot of sense. I'm not sure if he gets the job because I was told Weaver did awesome as trying to find one Colin talk. Was Weaver the, uh, so the O or D coordinator so from the Ravens? Had the job for a few days. Um, I think Jim, we're getting to the list well, off. This appeared yeah. to be a really good match. Take me behind the scenes why it was. We, we, we said six weeks ago the Chargers targeted Jim Harbaugh. Oh, that was their guy. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh was suspended, what, six games last year? Yeah. He already had a ton of, just a cadre of violations for 2024. Yeah. He knew there was a really good chance he was going to get suspended. He was at the Capitol. Him and his brother. <laughs> Three straight college football playoffs in Michigan. Harbaugh just fucking with his card <laughs> exactly. and the fucking marker around his neck. Yeah. The organization, Colin. Wearing his khakis to me, and his clipboard. Hell yeah, dude. Now, the GM they bring in from Baltimore Man, that was, is, a, was with John Harbaugh. So he goes from John to Jim. Okay, he has so here's a little bit of he chat here. He, he compliments he your NFL wants, memory, says you have the best well NFL recall. You should be a sports control. researcher. So yeah, was, McNab, was McNabb too old when the Vikings got Oh, him. he was. Uh, yes. I thought he was yes. still pretty good, certainly better than when, when McNabb was on the Bears. Awful player. Awful for the Vikings. <laughs> I saw him play against the Lions when they were 3-13 and in 2011. I'm not lying. He was literally two yards behind on all passes. I was like, you're just old. You don't process information don't anymore. National championship. You don't have that. Well, right. You're from the Pacific Northwest. You're tied into the Seahawks. Mike McDonald, um, you know, this hey, Ravens no defense. J-Mac talked about this yesterday. Everybody in the league is buzzing about this guy. It's got a little bit of a D'Amico Ryans feel where two years ago, somebody from the Niners said, we got the next great coach on our staff. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't Sala necessarily, though they liked him. They were like, keep your eye for D'Amico Ryans, the, the guy that just played. Yeah. Uh, so you're hearing similar things with Man, uh, Mike McDonald. Uh, the Texans' yeah. future is bright. Comparing to mm -hmm. I, be I believe in the Texans. Stroud was amazing. I had never seen him play, Keith. I hadn't seen him play. I watched his two playoff games. Even though, yeah, they got they got handled by the Ravens. You can tell he's a good quarterback. Like it's there. He's got it. You know, in the modern NFL, that playoff game against the Browns, he was great. I mean, I, I'm yeah, he's he's good. The future is bright. People are going to find out this week. Number a lot of people thinking Penix might not get drafted because of his size. knee Penix issues and of any non lineman in Mobile. Wow, massive mitts. Now we know evaluators love the big mitts. They do. Yeah. He also has a 6'9 wingspan. Who? He's freakishly Penix? long. Yeah. He stands about 6'2 and a half, 6'3. Yeah, that's so, wild. That's Kevin Durant type shit. Yeah, I was watching today during lunch today when I was eating uh, the Senior Bowl highlights on the NFL Network. I I'm being I'm being honest, dude. It is such a nerd out nerd football thing to do to watch the Senior Bowl practices when they do isolation drills with D linemen and O linemen. I loved it. I want the if the Vikings don't draft a quarterback, if for whatever, 
and they got to go D-tackle because their D-line is Charmin soft. It is Charmin soft, their D-line. It's not good. There's this guy from Texas, Sweat. He's, Monta- oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he, he's, he's 362 pounds. They showed his one play. I'm not lying. He just ran over the offensive line. It wasn't even like he pushed him. He just, he just literally physically ran over this guy. It's like, I want a guy like that as a D-tackle for the Vikings. They need to have an absolute house. Fucking blowing smoke. An, an absolute house at D-tackle. If, they're gonna, if they claim they're a 3-4, then you better have a nose tackle that's an absolute beast. So if they don't draft the quarterback or don't trade up, then I want them to get that guy. Yeah. They, yeah anyway, sorry. I think this is when the list off happens. We'll go back to yeah. the standings. My takeaway was it was mostly, honestly, about Nat Hackett and how Nat Hackett has lost confidence in the building yep. from coaches and people, but he's Aaron's kind of buddy. Yeah. So apparently a lot of the Jets teammates were a little perturbed that they gave Aaron Rodgers so much power that like not everybody likes Nat Hackett. It's yeah. just it's Rodgers' guy. Yeah. And so Aaron's like, he's my guy, and he lets me do what I want to do. And I've said before, owners, Belichick, Aaron, it's not a, if you want to really win in this league. We're focusing on the list-offs, by the way. Yeah. Listen to these list-offs. <laughs> do everything on your terms. Yeah, sometimes that's... Mahomes is going to get barked at by Eric, Eric Bieniemy, right? Andy Reid. You you can't just do things to be comfortable. Uh, it just, it, this sounds like Aaron's really comfortable with him. That's my takeaway. With, with Nate Hackett. Yeah, he's he's his guy. But it sounds like from the athletic article, Hackett's lost a lot of confidence with multiple coaches in the building. So your takeaway on the article, 30 soar, I never heard of the 30 it's a lot, it's a He's going to be selling yeah, insurance. Yeah, I never Hackett heard of is not going I, listen, over well. It was been, uh, He was one of the finalists for the Viking job with O'Connell. Hackett, oh, he's a terrible It was Harbaugh, coach. Hackett, and O'Connell. Bears could get Penix or at nine easily and still trade down number one. Stop with this trading the number one I know, pick. I know, I know, I know. No, no, draft Caleb draft Williams. fucking yeah. Williams. Draft Williams and, the, and well, say goodbye to Justin Fields. He's gone. He's not yeah. even saying that. He's saying don't go for one of the other quarterbacks. No. Get, here's my thing with this. There's gonna be now you want to trade down for other players. Now you have to have six players hit instead of just one. Oh, I know, I know. And when that one hits, it can mask a lot of weaknesses. That's one of the things I want with the Vikings. If they have good quarterback play ever, it can mask your flaws. All right, I'll find the list off and isolate it. It was a fucking mighty list off. He almost ran out of breath. He almost ran out of breath. You know. It oh, was I Nike. So it, it was Adidas. Uh, it so was we're going back to the standings ITT. here. Again, these are the broadcast standings. A British show, Gladiators. Let's fucking try and YouTube this. This is one thing I want to do. I want to quickly find these shows sure. so we could watch them. I, 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 a little clip would be great. Gladiators, British show. UK. I think it's like American Gladiators, but it's the UK Gladiators. <laughs> I wonder how their what, gimmicks are all fucking. I was gonna say British. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they? It's like wearing armor and it's shit, you know? Lime, like Limey Lou versus fucking Oh yeah, yeah, the names. <laughs> Sunshine Jim. What I think it's probably like American Ninja Warrior, you know. <laughs> Sunshine Jim was a character in the Elephant Man. You ever see the Elephant Man? No. Ooh. Uh Rivals Schindler's List in Sadness. Rivals Schindler's List in Sadness. Anthony Hopkins is in it. It's got a great cast. I mean, an amazing. Anne Bancroft is good. Mel Brooks produced it. It's a totally good movie. David Lynch directed it. It's really a oh, sad movie. Oh, yeah. Here movie. we go, baby. It is a sad movie. 46 seconds of the third. Third. This show came in third in broadcasting this week. Look at that. They're wearing football helmets. Dude, the British are ready to go, dude. The toughest game show on earth is back. 
knocking each other about. It is just uh, eight million people watch this show. That dude's jacked. It's so funny. I like to think, like, you know something, Keith? Europe does certain things better than America. Join your host, Herbert Kuth. <laughs> Gladiators. I like oh, Europe. Oh, you have national health care. They do think. No, there's a bunch of dumbasses there, too. There's a bunch of morons there, too. Because there's morons everywhere, unfortunately. Because I, I thought know. to myself, what, <laughs> if I would ever leave the country, which I'm, I'm not as high on that as I was. Elephant Man, great movie and very sad indeed, oh. they say in the draft. Uh, th- th- that movie and Schindler's List are the saddest movies ever He made. says, I know there's eight good quarterbacks in the draft, but there's one great one. Yeah. And his name is Caleb Williams, yeah. and he's going to go number one. Yeah. And I'm just done with the Bears being this team that thinks they're smarter yeah. than the draft people. Yeah. Everyone, everyone on fucking the minority that is saying that Caleb Williams is going to be a bust is so being door like, yeah, he's going to be great. Yeah, we cannot pass this up. If it's a we, sure thing. It's just like, I don't know what I'll do. This is the one time where I'm like, you got to fucking draft this guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So next level chef took fourth place. 8.06 million people. We know what that is. That's yeah. fucking a table rises up a bunch of levels. <laughs> they have a certain time. And then like by the time it gets to the top, your whole fucking thing has to be done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your, your, your loaf of or bread. Fucking he kills you. My girlfriend loves watching those bake off shows. I, so I'll be honest. With you. Oh, they're good. I've kind of gotten into them. the British ones are better, though, because they're like they're not as competitive. About it. I'm just happy to be in the tent. <laughs> and then we have the Traders UK. This I want to watch because the Alan Cummings hosts the United States version of the Traders, and it's essentially a bunch of reality stars live in a house and duke it out with each other, have competitions. So it's literally different reality stars from previous years come together. Just from any show, yeah. Wow. From all types of shows. God, I, I got to be honest with you, Keith. Uh, I never have really gotten that into reality shows. Some of them are good. Some I get it, it takes a good one. I was into the Joe Schmo show. Oh, I got to admit it. I, I was into Real World when the Real World was on MTV. Well, in the that 90s. was like a revelation for you. Oh, because it was the first time that you like that. Like it was for real. Like this is what it's like when hey, you drop a camera and, exactly. pe- and people get AIDS because it's still 1992. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> people still get AIDS, don't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but here we go. We all think everyone's trainers, mate. Nothing happens in this castle without a twist. 22 Without players. a twist? All, chasing a All of a twist. I used to rate it when I was a little baby. All of a twist. David Copperfield, A Tale of Two Cities. Ooh, there's a midge. <laughs> a midge? Wow. Well, what, what's it? The druids. Can the others find them before it's too late? I don't know where to point the finger. I need to be careful with what I say. Oh, they, they have the wicker man burning at the end. <laughs> it's kind of like a murder mystery. Here, let's go back and hear the rules. Trickery. Let's go back and hear the rules. Oh, trickery. We all think everyone's traitors, mate. Nothing happens in this castle. So you have to figure out who the traitor is. Two players. All chasing a prize of up to £120,000. Doggy dog and I'm starving. I got to pause it. He said, how many people said that about Trey Lance? No, Trey Lance rocketed. They were saying that about yeah. Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence is not a bust. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence He's good. hasn't been like 
He's I, they'd say, but he's still gonna be a great quarterback. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. Don't stop with the Trey Lance. He's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you, the Jaguars were not going to pass on Trevor Lawrence. No, I know the Bears cannot pass on Caleb Williams. Yeah, and and here's just something yeah. that they're gonna draft him. Oh yeah, it's they so just to. get used to it. Yeah, they, it's they happening. Should. They should. And I don't want to build this culture of Caleb Williams coming into a fan base that hates his guts. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Because <laughs> we don't think you paint your nails. You're a sissy. You're not like Tom Zach. You're not even like Flutie. You know, you're not like Eric Kramer or Jason Campbell. You're not like Moses Moreno or Jonathan Quinn, medicine woman. You know, yeah, it is. Uh, no, he's a good player. They should draft Williams. Thought it. Uh, and, and I wish the Vikings would actually get May. So all these druids know. So they have to find out who the traitor is. The druids know. By order of the traitors hath been murdered. Look at this. They have, they have a little person. It's exhausting. My little legs get tired. Uh, it's positively daft. I love daft. the Druid aspect. Of Absolutely. It. Who was that fucking Justine Bateman? <laughs> no, I think it was Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science. Here, let's no, watch but, uh, the Alan Cumming version. Just fucking. That, 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 that's amazing. That show looks incredible. It's hilarious. Traders Us. Ooh, see, we got a two minute trailer. I think this is season two. This is on the Picot. They love a Druid. Oh, Lord, help me get through this game. Everyone's a liar. I can't be trusted. I'm trying to win. She's a stone cold killer. It's just gossip. I think she could be banished. This is some bull. Fucking Steve Bannon's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was They're that? all communists. Look at Alan Cumming. The left don't like him. And murder. That is a man that is definitely trying to make your kids trans. Alan's dropping another bombshell. This guy is is he? Well, he's oh, Alan Cummings as gay as they come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's as gay as Stanley Tucci. Yeah, he's <laughs> Tucci levels. He's, he's Charles Nelson Riley like. And a killer, all celebrity cast. People keep throwing the housewives out there as traitors. I don't think they've got it in them. This is not the Bachelor, and I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. Oh yeah, snap on that, Alan Cummings. Do you think he and like Peppermint? Andy, I saw her live. Do he and in, uh, Andy Cohen hang the out? musical? Peppermint got a thick ass. Yeah. Would <laughs> do a, do Alan Cumming and uh, and what the guy? What was the other guy's name? I, I mentioned. Uh, God damn it, I forgot it. Alan Cumming and Andy Cohen. Do they uh, do they hang out? Oh, the I'm video? sure they must. You know, they Uncle Arthur together about town. Uncle <laughs> Arthur. Yeah. When you say Uncle, what do you mean by Uncle? They get Arthur? their fucking. Uh, what's that guy's name? Fucking. Uh, who was the Dudley guy? Moore? No. Who played Uncle Arthur and Bewitched? Fucking uh, the Center Square. Oh, Paul Lind. Oh, Paul Lind. They Paul Lind about town. <laughs> Paul Lind. Uh, uh, you know, I tell you what. Uh, Rip Taylor is the bottom of the three. Is Rip Taylor because I, I would say it goes Paul Lynn, then Charles Nelson Riley, then Rip Taylor of the gay men that were allowed to be gay in the seventies on game shows. Hello, everybody. Well, they were allowed to be gay, but not be gay. Yeah, exactly. And they were just like, oh, you know, you don't, you know, you're extravagant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're uh, you're flamboyant, as they say. You know, <clears throat> he was rather flamboyant. That was Joe, so we'll take a look at some of the states. So the NFL on <laughs> CBS. Where do we got? Yeah. 
NFL on Fox and NFL on CBS go to five and six, 633 points, but still look at that separation. Almost 100 points separating the... So f these are your essentially your Champions League spots if we're yeah. looking at it for soccer. This is your runaway. This is going to be your rotation. I would imagine NCIS, maybe Young Sheldon will work into the top five at some point, but that's what we need to start looking at here is which of these shows down here, all of these Netflix shows, The Crown, Usher, Virgin River, 60 Minutes maybe... Once wow. football season is over, yeah. 60 minutes cooks a little bit. Really? Because people realize it's on. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that's on after football. But yeah. usually the after, you know, you get 30 minutes of a post-football runoff. Yeah. And then I feel like if nothing's good, they change the channel. Every yeah. now and again, you'll get a good sitcom for 30 minutes and people will hang for 60 minutes. So yeah. 60 minutes will get 6, 7 million viewers sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But a lot of times, 60 minutes gets knocked out of the top five by these British shows. Hmm. Interesting. Ooh, look, I can zoom in and out. Young Sheldon. Again, Lance Barber is the father on that. So then we'll go to the broad, the streaming top five here. Young God. Sheldon took number one. I know so many people. 1.313 billion. It's catching fire lately because they're getting to the end. Young Sheldon's not so young anymore. Uh, okay. He's like, for, his voice is getting deep. So eventually they'll just have to throw fucking Jim Parsons in there. <laughs> <laughs> on his knees with shoes on his knees like dwarf dwarf on sheldon <laughs> dwarf on sheldon i mean i think barber he i mean he struggled on that i mean him being a father on a successful sitcom jim j bullock was 80s paul lind oh absolutely in absolutely <laughs> uh, I, I knew a dude who worked on his uh, he, he had a he had a uh, he had a talk show with tammy faye baker We're for like a year and a half by the way thanks two Jack. years john j bullock and tammy faye baker had a talk show I had I know a guy who was a like a, a associate producer on that. They of course were filming an episode in Palm Springs, which makes total sense. And they had forgotten a piece of equipment, so they had to drive back to Hollywood to pick up a couple pieces of equipment to bring it back to Palm Springs. It, it's a ride; it's an hour and a half, almost two hour drive one way. And they had to take the the big producer's car, and he had this car that had a personalized license plate that read. West Hollywood, woohoo! It was W H Y W O O dash O H O O. It's a W H Y W O O dash H O O. West Hollywood, woohoo! And, and it was, and people were driving like when they were driving back from Palm Springs, like, like like cars filled with men were like pulling up, like hello, like you know, waving their arms and stuff, and like honking their horns, like oh god, oh, man. YouTube this, not pulling it up. This friend of mine was uh, there. We go. Th this was back in the era when again homophobia was still allowed, and he was you know he was doing the job because he had a job, but but it was just like oh my I god, was Jim so really active. Oh, 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 I want to hear what he has to say. I was I was so sexually active in the early eighties. My doctor. <laughs> My doctor um, recommended that I get tested for HIV. All we knew at the so time So he had the AIDS. Gay cancer. Yeah. <clears throat> he said, you should have a test. Gay cancer. And so I said, okay, yeah. He's still right. pretty young. I said, okay, yeah. let's get some 80s, John Jay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, well, you know, God, he. Jim J. Bullock. That's why. Whoa. Here we go. On Square's reunion. Ooh. Ooh, the Joan Rivers show. show. Oh, you know. Squares reunion and joining us now is a man Do you who know may she remember had like Monroe from the sitcom Too Close. Okay, to I know who this is now. Absolutely. The zany, nutty, crazy upper left-hand square. Zany, nutty, crazy. He yeah. like nutty, all right. Jay Bullock. <laughs> nutty. Jay, Jay, Jay Bullock. More like nutty potty. 
to see you. Hi, Jim. How are you, John? Oh, he's not into women. <laughs> Look at the head. He's then, linden like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know. Who the fuck is that fucking Michael Jackson sitting next to him? I want to hear it, yeah. What's your top? Is she like in Scientology? <laughs> oh, just making my witty gay comments. Oh, God. No. Talk about Rock Hudson. What? <laughs> Oh, so he's out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. I can finally be me. Oh, it's John Davidson. That fucking Eric it's Bischoff. Jo no, it's John Davidson. Uh, he, he was a, uh, wow. He looks like a, lunk of a hunk of clay. Well, yeah, I mean, he had, a, he, had a, face. he had a bunch of uh, plastic surgery. I mean, that guy is just gay as AIDS, as my oh, dad used to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, God, that's oh. rough. <laughs> yeah, that's homophobic as shit. Yeah, exactly. He used to say gay as AIDS. Black is the ace of spades was something my stepdad used to say. Oh, man. Which, yeah. I mean, the clubs are black, too. <laughs> it's the same shade of black. Like the Ace of Spade. Spade was a real race. God, what if was that was the original line to the Motorhead song? Black as the Ace of Spades. <laughs> the Ace of Spades. The so, Ace yeah. of Spades. So Young Sheldon took first place. 50 points. Bluey took second place. That was a weird... Increased its John viewership for it. I just wanted to go off on a tangent. Yeah, tangent. 42 points. The Crown, 1.041 billion viewers, 35 points because it's down. Bluey gets the extra two points because it increased its viewership. And then we get into the under billion shows, fourth and fifth place. Grey's Anatomy still climbing up, though, 34 points. Man, that and then we have stalwart. We have Reach Around uh, scoring 30 points. Jack Reach Around. Well, I thought we just watched that. No, sorry. <laughs> And then, so now we'll get into the final standings here. Reacher. Reacher's in 17th place at 120 points. That'll fall off at some point. We have Gladiators UK, 35 points. That'll probably be the one time this happens. A lot of the English shows are your your uh, yeah. consistent shows. You're fucking like those consistent. They're like off right now. We're in the miniseries phase of British television. Okay. Okay. Thank you. It's with the seasons are. I mean, it still loosely follows like fall time being yeah. new shows, but it's different than it used to be, right, Keith? Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. here's your bottom traders bringing up the rear here, Mister Mister Bates in the post office. Deal or No Deal Island, which is not starring Howie Mandel. It's like John Hamm or something. It's a complete. It's a complete reboot. It's Deal or No Deal, where the there's money on an island and you oh. have to find it. Okay. Ascend. Okay. They're trying to put these celebrities through the fucking ringer. Man. Uh, Next Level Chef debuts at 38. If it's white, that means it debuted. It's amazing that Howie Mandel still has maintained relevance. But yeah, I that's mean, he's been TV around league. For Let's get into history now. I got something special for us, Crochet. Okay. I, yeah. I, I what mean, if I told you I found Mike Ditka drunk on CBS2 Chicago? Oh. That, 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 that's, that, that, that was a sound of just satisfaction. <laughs> that, that was just like, yes. <laughs> That'll be great, actually. Guy, yeah, he used to do those Saturday. I mean, that was a big thing when you were a coach. Right, you had to do a Sunday a night to TV find it, show. But I will. You had to do a Sunday night TV show. Joe Gibbs did one in DC. Uh, I think Buddy Ryan did one. You know, Buddy Ryan. I remember like one time like, during the first uh, Gulf War, I was like, "We should just carpet bag Iraq back to the Stone Age." Round Dude, of that applause. Dude, that was a phrase. Round of applause. Bandied about a lot when I was a kid. Just stone them, bomb them back to, to the, the Stone, stone age. age. It's like, God, great. You know, yeah, look where that got us. Ugh. You know, 
No. The Middle East. Look is at so that! Look, gosh. I was watching that Vikings at Browns, yeah. nineteen eighty nine week. That 15. game pissed me off. Why? <laughs> Overtime loss, twenty three seventeen. Really cold, cold weather game. And the Vikings were the Vikings in eighty nine. Were I've watched a bunch of their condensed version games. Here we go. Watch, and, and they had problems. They had way too many false starts and holding penalties. Offensively, they had they were problems. Oh, here we go. Yeah. We, that's must hair. That's drunk must hair. Not trying to do it that way, John. It's the way it happens. Um, are you concerned about uh, that happening? Uh, that maybe one of these days you might get out of them. John, you cannot play football the way we played today and expect mm -hmm. to win. Mm -hmm. John, I'm gonna so get you, fired. Yeah. We did it for two weeks in a row. My Ari's. It's very hard. I just came team. from Lowry's. They have excellent prime prime rib. I was at the Billy Goat yelling cheeseburger. <laughs> you know what I asked SNL sketch where they yell cheeseburger? I was is, yelling Is that Corey McFerrin? No, or? that's John. I looked it up. Oh, I remember this guy. What's his name? We'll find the. What year was this? This I is like I'm thinking late '80s, '90s with no. Johnny. He's on with Johnny Morris. I, I think it's <laughs> actually before that time. Johnny Morris left CBS Chicago in 1992. He worked there from 68 to 92, had a little wow. WMAQ time in between. Wow. Yeah, I remember him. Johnny Morris was an NFL uh, player, Manny I think, too. I don't remember. Once again, and uh, he said that you uh, kind of gave him... Uh, so it's pre-92. <clears throat> I think it's 87, though. Free reign. Carte blanche, free reign. Uh, had it. Are you thinking about giving him carte blanche all the way? Are you going to... Well, uh... Let's see who he asked about. Yeah, yeah, because I'll, I'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. Now, Jim McMahon, he came on with his oh. heroics once again, and uh, he said, "So again, kinda, kinda McMahon was gone by '90." Free reign. So it's the free '80s. Reign. This is what you call it, free reign. Carte blanche, free reign. Uh, he had it. Are you thinking about Jimmy? All the way? Are you gonna <laughs> hey, Jimmy, <laughs> can you hit your button, baby? Sure. If I thought that we could win every football game with uh, Jim. Calling the plays, we do it that way. So, he's hammered. He is. He totally he's about is. to fall asleep. He's you tired know, too. He's slurring his words. Dude, he's all leaning over. The circumstances. It's, it's still something we design as coaching staff, but still, you know, as coaching, coaching staff. He's the guy who can do it. Okay, we've got some highlights. He's all pie eyed. Okay, yeah, this will be great. This early. And once it pre eighty not eighty eight because oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's no turf. turf. So this might be eighty seven. Was that was, it, was that against well, the Chiefs? I'll tell you something about this guy. He's unbelievable. He's so valuable to us. He's unbelievable. He he really does a great job for us all really? the way through. The, you know, in everything. You know, now third down, second down, kicking. <laughs> he's shit out. That, that that's an NBC <laughs> feed. Yeah, on yeah. And he came I think it's probably eighty seven because I think that the West. Yes. Cap Bozo. I remember him. Passes. I know that, uh, yeah, he was a Jim Thornton era tight end. Was he 87? 86, 87, 88. I think it's uh, his 87. Bozo, you seem to call on him when he least expects it. Because uh, the Vikings played the same schedule as that. So that would have been. When you least expect it. Mm -hmm. he did expect, expect it. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Fourth and one. They didn't go for it on fourth yeah, much this back is, then. This is 87. Again for the Christian Okoye on the team. Probably as a rookie, yeah. Was Blackledge their quarterback uh, in 87? Bill Kinney. You know, it's, it's Blackledge, very, man. Uh, it's very bad. You know, you just can't it's, keep throwing it. You know, this, this goal was a miracle, really. Mm -hmm. Willie was supposed to go inside to the post. That was Willie, his. you've been a bit black guy in listening to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's supposed he to do that. Well, he, he was so I'm going to trade him because he broke his route. You know, even though he scored, he didn't do the correct route. Well, well I guess McMahon. is probably that guy that, like, you scored, but that wasn't the right route. Oh, absolutely. You still hold it he's against him. He's doing it right now. He's doing it right now. Willie was home free, and he got.
Yeah, but it was the wrong route, you fuck. And now we go to the, yeah. uh, to the McMahon, uh, I guess, would defy Dick pretty frequently, which is, is crazy. He dropped earlier, but he comes across the middle, just spins out and takes McKinnon. off. McKinnon. Oh, that's Gall. Right. We called Jesus. it 10 pass, and we mm -hmm. caught it from the sideline on yeah, that Yeah, they one. scored touchdowns, but only because man. we had caught it the play before, and Willie dropped it, and we came back with it. We Chiefs were good bad. Because they were playing. This is before uh, Marty Schottenheimer. This is the last year of Frank Gans. Frank Gans That sounds like a bad head coach. Yeah, yeah. He was coached for two. He was special teams coach Chiefs were a bad team until they got shot in my, my youth Chiefs were a bad team for 10 years well I'm not sure John that that's exactly what they did but that's what happened yeah I think he's literally loaded like I don't want to get freaked out yeah right he had like DUIs and crap dude he got he had DUIs in Chicago you know Jim's leg is it is it a pulled muscle for McMahon it uh, might be. I'm not sure. I hope it's not. But it, it may be a poid. Uh, in newfangled a poid, doctors. Uh, so, so, so uh, if it's played <laughs> very badly, he might not be available for next week. Uh, have you got any indication? Well, of course it's 87. This is the year we're going to focus on. Not tonight, but no, it, 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 Well, I, I looked up Bears 1987, and this popped up, but it, yeah. sometimes you can't Just be sure. He had a grabber, I think, defense. either this year or next year. He had one in 87 or 88. He had a grabber. Ooh, Bears extra. This is after the game. Yeah. Is he lit after the game? Well, this is this is a Sunday night. This is after a ten thirty news. Okay. So he, I'm sure they he's been, been cooking playing. all Sunday. Yeah. yeah. He probably. That's probably the suit he was wearing on the sideline. <laughs> he's been cooking all Sunday, just tying it on after the game. You know he. You know he had a bottle. Three p.m. until he walked into that studio. Absolutely, he had a good six hours under his belt of just getting loaded. I gotta go do the show, right, buddy? But oh, Johnny Morris, a big pussy. You know, we're gonna do the right things. Our defense is very sound. We got the best football players, I think, in the league. Buddy Ryan can suck my fucking dick. Look at some of the defense right now. And, uh, you know, you get into some men for this. They still have red split backfield. Beaten, uh, by Jonathan Hayes, the tight end. I mean, Jonathan Hayes is a pretty good tight I'm end. I'm not worried about that. Todd was right on him. Perfect throw. Kenny's Perfect. Who's that? It's Bill Kenny. Kenny. We know that. Hey, God. <clears throat> That's my favorite face mask, by the way. The one I bar. Think my no, the long on three oh. bar. Covering yeah. this guy all day long. The Merino. But Todd now Todd learned something today. Drop off him. Why? 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 Cover I'll drop tight? off on him. No That's what you do. I call Todd Bell. The only you chance know, they got is that he not one of the good ones. <laughs> okay, this is Okoya, as uh, especially in the first half, kind of using the lead back and kind wow. of. So yeah, this he, he puts another time frame on it. Okoya's rookie year was no, what? This is eighty-seven. He's a lot better than anybody ever expected to be coming in the NFL, but this play sh should have been stopped for about like one yard gain. Right. Yeah, big black buck here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you said the teams came up. With We're not racist. It's Ditka. Yeah. It's going to become a habit. Now here's yeah, a, here's a touchdown uh, yeah. to get to get away from my point here for a second. This one here. This should never happen. This is. Somebody, oh, you know, that, that, you know that's not Marcus Allen. Clock. No, John, look at those pads. Oh, yeah, yeah, on, I think it's on Singletary. Yeah. That's Mark Allen right there. It doesn't matter who we have this. doesn't matter. That is a white football player. Yeah, who is that? It's not impossible. He's got to get out there and make the... Make the Ron McDonald. The, the, this, is post this is post-strike. This is post-replacement players. Like, so when they got back together. Yeah, okay. I think I could be wrong. Look at that crowd. Last week and started really shutting down the... Uh, the Chiefs' offense. Well, the fourth quarter was the key. 
They did the job. I was really looking. At, I was looking at Taiwan on here at this point. Yeah, I had, yeah, he, uh, he I had was, a taxi waiting for me at Billy Goat. Yeah, he, kicking mm-hmm. Oh, stuff on we page. Everything you know. Where to looks like some garbage time. Now this was a great Rob Thomas. Chiefs, but actually, if Kenny had thrown it just a little shorter, he'd have been gone for the for the TD. That had to dive right. and lose. Back then, was there a, was there a clear? Did they still have a clear delineation of like elite quarterback tiers, or was everyone like? What I'm saying is, is like, did this guy, was he a known shit quarterback or did everybody kind of have like all of the mediocre, like, you know what I mean? Like the quarterback play was, wasn't as evolved to where everybody was kind of decent. Uh, yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, it, it got better in the eighties. It got better, but there were still some remnants of just Nick Lowry. There were still some remnants oh, of the seventies we when that was seventies was truly the terrible era, like, quarterback. Yeah. Well, you, teams that have. Really bad quarterback, and a lot of teams. You know, so that's still when you're running the ball ninety percent of the time, or more so, more frequently. It just wasn't as sophisticated. You know, because even if you think like Steve Grogan and Tony Eason were good quarterbacks, they were they were like to me they were like average to slightly above average. The Vikings had Wade Wilson, Archie Manning, even though he was on bad teams, was a good quarterback. Well, in the seventies, he was. God, those teams were really like if you think about it, who like Schrader on the Redskins, yeah. How is he a good quarterback? Well, I just feel like everyone was decent in the eighties. Well, Cunningham, Schrader, McMahon, yeah, Marino, but, Eason, uh, Grogan. No, the best quarterbacks were like Montana. Marino is one of the best quarterbacks. Well, I hope so because like, what was the floor to you? Who were like in your head? Who were the terrible quarterbacks? The Packers quarterback. Oh, I I, I think like uh, yeah, well yeah it was probably, yeah this is pre Don Mikowski. Randy Wright. Randy Wright was a quarterback for, for the Packers. He was terrible. I mean, there were some bad teams back then. Cardinals, they had Lomax. He was okay. You know, but, but I mean, Mark Malone was the quarterback for the Steelers. He was nothing that great. Asiasen was a guy. Yeah, he, he was hammered. He was he, he was truly hammered. He, he, I mean, he was, wow. Wow. He, that might have been when he, when he actually, I think he might have gotten a DUI after that. I mean, I, I know he had a DUI or had a couple DUIs while he was a coach of the Bears. His ego started going crazy in 87. He, he was having a hard time keeping it together. He was struggling. In 90, he started to really melt down on the field. He would really melt down oh, with yeah. the media. That's like the I mean, intro, and like multiple the intro times. to my thoughts. Like I, my early memories of TV are like, Ditka needs to calm the fuck down. Oh, yeah. He, he, well, he had a grabber. I think he had a grabber in 87 or 88. Here we go. You know, I mean, it was. That, people were still talking about that when I was a kid. His grabber? Yes. They yeah. were like, it was like, it was, they were talking about him getting fired or like his health is getting to him at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. I th- I think he can't were... afford to be this explosive because he'll die yeah. on the sidelines. Yeah. So they were like, what I remember the talk being like, he's either got to get fired or retire because like he stinks and he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He's, he was going to have a grabber. The fact he's lived as long so as he has. So this is Buffalo News from January 30th, 1987. Channel 4 News, Buffalo. By the way, you know, I moved here five years ago today. Hell yeah. Five years ago today. Congrats. Isn't that crazy? I've been here for five years a chunk of time. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, it hasn't happened as quickly as I hoped. It, but whatever. You know. Uh, the pandemic wasn't a helpful thing. The pandemic didn't help. 
So the chat says lots of teams won with mediocre quarterbacks, he feels like, in the 80s. Uh, there were certainly a lot of mediocre quarterbacks. There were. Now, is that probably just because the quarterback wasn't so much a necessary part of the game plan? You see, There was more scheming. Like I said, you're running the ball more. Probably ran the ball more, yeah. You did <clears> run the ball more, but the fact is... Defenses is, weren't as freakish, so route running was a little like... It was a little bit more simple. Hit me on the out. I'm doing on the fly. Yeah. Like nothing was as complicated. Well, the Niners were deemed the most sophisticated the passing they found offense. The body of a 19-year-old black male lying in the street Oof. here. Their uh, details are Ugh. sketchy at the moment right Ooh, now. We got some fresh. That's a bad. Yeah, it's a late. That's late January buff. Look at the fucking blanket just over the corpse. That's wild for broadcast yeah. news. Yeah. That the cousin of the victim. Is the, uh, is <laughs> they the show a bottle of booze. Well, there. This is, feels like a plant, John. <laughs> yeah. Take a picture of all the black stuff. Well, something happened. Like, like his is. I mean, you can tell like that. That bottle of booze created That's a trail. That's a corrupt cop talking, covering this up. And it appears that the victim and the look at that cop car. Police are not releasing the name. That is a caprice right there, boy. Yeah, absolutely. The the that's some sort of... <laughs> no, that, that's a Chrysler that product. Point. A lot of uh, cop cars were Chrysler products. Mopar engines, because they were strong engines. Yeah, they were all modded out. Yeah, <clears> exactly. <throat> and, they, they, and they could go fast. Look at that. Look at that Ooh. sweater. Is that Jane Pauly? You think Pauly? she dates men or what? No, she's a boy. She's one of the letters. Yeah, yeah. No, she's not. 55-year-old Robert Harris. And 51-year-old Lon Smith. Both Man, they're just arresting blacks in Buffalo in the late 80s, huh? It's like I got, got the, and, and talking about the Buffalo Braves. A brave going away you know? right there. Yeah. Look at that hat. He looks like he fucking works on the show Taxi. <laughs> Another planned shutdown in Buffalo. It became official. More strife for the black community. 600 men and women at Dresser Rand's Worthington. By the end of this broadcast, Buffalo will be as white as the snow on the ground. Back sure. to you, Marianne. For workers to swallow. Yeah. With the union agreeing in recent years to consolidate jobs and take no increase in salary uh, or benefits. Buffalo? Buffalo took it on the chin, man. Buffalo took it on the chin. Uh, it's Detroit-like. It, it, it's probably oh, yeah. better than Detroit. It seems like they were just not... industry. Like, yeah, they uh, made vent. They made paneling and shit. I mean, all those Great Lake cities, man. That Cleveland, Milwaukee. Well, yeah. Here's why they built those on Great Lakes. You need somewhere to drain the waste into the fucking lake. <laughs> and also, it was, it was part of it was for trade. Like, I mean, basically what the employees heard, and I think it stinks. What do you think he wanted to do when he was a kid? When you're in Buffalo, you you dream. But if you don't move out by the time you're 18, you're working at the plant. Also, the weather. Man. Many a wife smacked in that bar. They saw wide right in that bar. You know, without a job, look over. Western New York is bad in the job area. You know. Yeah, yeah. Now I mean, I'm here tying one on. I, I, I mean, Western New York. Alan beers. Yeah. Uh, Alan drank a few beers yeah. that night. I think it's safe to say. <laughs> I'm going to just go headlock my wife or something. Yeah, I mean, th this is like, Reagan, this is why the Trump phenomenon pisses me off so much, how they keep going back to the the limited government thing and ripping the deep state down and trying to parlay it into that. This is how cynical the elements are that support Trump. I mean, all of this started, the working class started taking on the chin the second Reagan got elected. Unions got completely destroyed in the 80s and have never come back. They have never come back. It's more difficult to, 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 to do it, to start a union. The laws have been rigged where you can't strike. It's just unions took it on the chin. And, and all, all manufacturing went away. So it all started then. I mean, these are all, they would be Trump supporters now, you know, and it's just like, uh, I, and, and uh, yeah, whatever. It just seems like, you know, the, the, the pissed off working man should have been at that time. My living room looked like that as a kid. Yeah. Very brown and yellow. Earth tones. Still shocking. 
giant lamps, the yeah. thick fucking lamps. Yeah. Like that could be a weapon, man. If you hit someone, that, yeah. if he has to stay home Bob's with fiance. House and the children, and I go to work. Well, we'll do that. Bob and Lynn spent this evening uh, taking. You're moving to the Sun friends. Belt. Is what's going to happen. You're moving to Phoenix. Or on that phone probably stretches to the second bedroom. But Plus, the Worthington it, shutdown is a double cause for concern in this household. Bob has seven years at the plant. I'll tell you something. That's a that's a patch of grass now. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There's nothing but a bunch of weeds coming up right now, and, and they are glowing in the dark. There was a lot of uh, PCBs and uh, used uranium rods being stored. In the, I mean, it is a hazardous waste site. You know. Coworkers tonight. He's able to look to the future with. Look at that stereo setup he had. Oh, that is just something that factory life buys you i'm gonna pause it on this living yeah. room and this shows you what an upper middle class job will grasp you in the 80s yeah yeah bob is hoping to oh look oh, at yeah. that living room yeah absolutely look at the width of that tv that's yeah. a big box he's got a record player a stereo yep. probably a vcr in there yep look at all that stuff i mean, yeah, I mean nice coffee table kid playing with a nice pile of toys there yeah uh a year later, it was different. Let's put it what that way. What do you way. think he's making? $56,000? At that time? Uh, actually, probably less than that. 40? But like mid 40s. But that's, mid -40s. that's firm money. Oh, at that oh point. In, in the 80s? 90. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but in 87, or this is? I mean, the, yeah, no, that, that's quality. That's quality money. You know, but low Art 40s. On the wall. Maybe, you know, this is middle class clutter. Yeah. We're like, you're not messy. You're just like, we can afford stuff now, yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. The job is a that was a threshold for me. Look at that. Look at those lamps. Look well, how fat those lamps are. To me, my, my entree into the middle class Those was, cords are so yeah. hot right now. <laughs> Got to unplug it every three hours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, to me, I'm it was buying my condo. That's when I got into the middle class, I felt like, even though I'm really not. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> I have been slipping out of the middle yeah, class yeah. recently. But. I, uh, I sort of made my plans after the contract in August, and so now we're just going to carry them. You're putting your house up for sale, Bob. Yeah, and, and, and you know something? You ain't going to get with the listing price. You're going to list it at 129 and you'll take, you're taking you taking Looking, and you see the ripple effect. Their public transit's going down now. They're, they're talking about the budget of the public transit. Well, I mean, so here's, yeah. was this, because uh, the federal government was deregulating and shrinking budgets. Was this just states following along of like, well, we got to cut all this waste. Was this just like states being like, there's waste? There's all this waste. Was yeah. that the beginning of all this waste spending? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, th there was certainly a lot of austerity that went on. Although, you know, some on the federal level, Reagan, man, the, the budget deficit mushroomed. Again, the most responsible fiscal president of my lifetime is Bill Clinton. By far. There's not even a close second. Maybe Obama. Oh, Ooh, look at this. oh this is Bohr. Oh, I thought it was Elm. And, uh, I'm, I'm a marketable product, and uh, they bought me at the market price. He will be one of the highest paid public figures in Western New York history. And 56-year-old Al Savage uses the Jim Kelly analogy to justify his $145,000 wage and benefits offer. But can he reverse the image of an NFTA wrought with financial problems and political patronage? Yeah. I don't, I don't intend to go down and try and, God, this was, and change uh, the image. I think it'll change. You know what I this made was? money. You made money. Dig the fucking train out. It, it, it's a, it's a, you, know, you ask a pretty big question. That's a, and there's a lot of layers yeah, yeah. to it. And I, it. I can't. He, when I hear what he's saying, there's no doubt about it that the state was kind of propped up and a lot of unions were propped up. I think with like you know uh, in, in like the '70s and stuff, and basically that 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 financial sort of propping up was slowly being pulled away, 
And when that happened, a lot of these industries couldn't compete as well. They didn't have as much money coming in. There was some state money. Yeah, it, it was also the fact is, Keith, if you want to be, this is the blunt, this is the blunt face of the market. If you're building a product that isn't being sold, you know, people aren't going to buy it. You, you, it's you, you're getting outflanked. You know, that's why I always complain about the coal industry. We need coal to come back in America. Coal has been dying a death for 40 years. Solar panels. Uh, uh, other countries do it better than us. It's dirty. Solar wind. There isn't the demand for that there used to be. It's the global Fuck market it. speaking. We need to be doing wind fucking yeah. windmills. Uh, what, what's the water one where they have the water wheel that generates electric? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, where well, they have generators, you know. That's the thing I was talking about. Look here. at that arsenal. Oh, Jesus. Al Savage seems ready to do battle. Al Savage. <laughs> Anyone who wants to, yeah. It, this was Blackbeard's knife. I mean, it, the state was definitely coming under attack because the fact is the economic base, you know, ooh, post-challenger. Wow. Bruce Jarvis accused the space agency of negligence in going for the launch that killed seven crew members last year. Wow, there's still a, there's still a ripple, still a ripple of, yeah. yeah, going on. I, did they figure out what happened by this point? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, 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 I think the investigation. They discovered the O-ring quick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it got below freezing. Look at that. Look at Buffalo. Look at that fucking wasteland. I mean, the fact is, is, is that you know, Buffalo, like Milwaukee, like Cleveland, like Detroit, got caught classic Rust Belt cities. Those industries... We simply didn't compete as well. That's just a fact. You can blame it on the, oh, the unions made it too expensive. The fact is uh, other countries, other companies could do it more efficiently. And frankly, there was replacement sort of work that was, I mean, it wasn't, here we go. People weren't Hi, demanding the I'm same Chuck products. Metzger, the original lazy boy this is what happens, man. I'm Chuck Metzger. Buy the most 1980s couches. <sighs> a lot of floral patterns. Yeah. Look at those browns. Brown was the color. Earthstone was still around. Rust. Although th this was not this was not hip. This was deemed old school. Like like L.A. and Miami. The L couch was, like, was probably big, coming in hot. Th that was like <clears throat> cutting edge. Orchard Park, right yeah. by the stadium. Yeah, and Amherst. I'm proud of this car. It's a real beard, huh? Look, how, look at the little small circles he's doing. It's clean on the inside of the engine, too. You see, I take Do you know what I used to? to uh, man. A no-co gas station. I had to go to Buffalo in 05 when I was doing some affordable housing work for uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. And it was dead. It was Who's a this dead guy? city. Much concern and confusion oh. tonight over what has happened to Terry Waite, the man who's been working to free the hostages in Lebanon. Yeah. One press report from the Middle East says tonight that Waite will turn up in Beirut this weekend. This was the beginning of the scandal. This is, is the beginning of the Iran-Contra affair. That's what, so Rob, you're in the chat now. What was Iran-Contra? So this is the this Lebanon thing is the beginning of the Iran Contra, right? I believe. Hey, U.S. intelligence I should officials know tell CBS I should know that right He said it, it in the chat last week, and I missed it. Oh. Had something to do with arms. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was arms smuggling being sold. arms. It was, it was it was selling arms to people. And who, what I know about it is Iran Contra essentially, like, created the cocaine pro like enhanced the cocaine and crack epidemic in the in the I, United I, States. I, I, I don't think it was related. It like to emboldened that. drugs to come over here or something. You know. Or no, that was Nicaragua. That was that Central American shit. Yeah, I mean, which was early, all early '80s. The, 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 that, that was Reagan related. was essentially responsible for all the cocaine in the United States. I, I don't know if you can make that claim, week, but CIA slush fund. He said it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there was. As so I the CIA was storing money over there through weapons. Well, I, I think there were arms that they bought or they sold to Iran, to Iran and, and that was not allowed. I mean, Iran is a mortal enemy. They were, they, 
Iran has been a mortal enemy ever since the ever since the uh, the uh, the hostages were taken. Iran has been on the shit list of the United States. Yeah, and, and there was negotiation going on when we claim we wouldn't deal with a terrorist state, which is just not the truth. They lie. Congress banned that. Yeah, we deal with. And they broke the law. But I, th- I think I think they were selling arms. To, to, Sold I think doing, arms to get money off the books to fund Sandinistas in Sandin- Nicaragua. Yeah, or the Contras in Nicaragua, exactly. So they, it was two things. It was two things. Not only did they negotiate with the Iranians, but then they took that money to then put it in it where the Congress has said, no, we can't put more uh, you know, money towards Nicaragua. We can't do that and we can't negotiate with the Iranians. And they violated two things of Congress. I mean, that, that was the black eye of Reagan's second term. It, and it was a, it was a pretty it's big scandal. It's one for Bush, essentially. And you yeah. can see how people are still... That's how good they thought their finances were because they're like, well, Reagan's obviously done, but we don't want to go Democrat. Of course, so we'll not. just hire George Bush. That was a that hire. I mean, look at me. We'll hire well, George well, yeah, Bush. Yeah, I mean, it was that's why he ran. It was like uh, there was a time until Clinton. It was like, are the Republicans always going to be the president? So let's you Sandinistas know? overthrew elected socialist government in Nicaragua. The, well, <clears throat> that's well, what the chats with Aponte saying. Well, well, no, the, the, uh, I think the Contras were the. Basically, the you're trying to overthrow the Sandinistas in Nicaragua. The Contras were they were at, and they were being funded by these by the profits from arms sales. So here's this Terry. Good, I'm glad I finally figured that out. Thank you, Aponte. I appreciate that. With his Druze Muslim bodyguards to negotiate his Jewish Muslim bodyguards. One Muslim leader was quoted by the Reuters news agency as saying, "My information is that Wait will not be returning. He is kidnapped." He has been added to the list of hostages. He's in pieces. <laughs> Let's look up. Hey, Google, did Terry Waite die in Lebanon? I don't understand. You is wouldn't. Terry Waite still alive? Ask that question. Is Terry Waite still alive? She doesn't know. Yeah. Or, or is, is former hostage negotiator Terry Waite still alive? Hey, Google, is former hostage negotiator Terry Waite still alive? Sorry, I didn't understand. Ah, okay. But I found something else. Oh. Do you want to know what is Terry Waite doing now? Yes. Yes. On the website BigIssue.com, they say... I know what it's like to be kicked around and treated as worthless, said Waite, who was held hostage in Lebanon for five years during the late 1980s and is now president of homelessness charity Emmaus. Wow. To find out more, look for the link in your... Wow, he's still alive. He's still alive. He's old. That Dan Fouts looking fuck. He's deep in his 70s now. So he fucking... And if anyone needed a so he's two years into his capturedness? I think so at this point. Maybe, or maybe it just started. East Beirut. Beirut was the term. Beirut was like Iraq now. Yes, exactly. And when I was a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right with the West Bank is right now. Beirut, that was deemed the real hotspot going on. But it's also like... No one talks about Syria. I could be Cuban. I could be Dominican. But I sound white. Well, whatever happened with the Syrian civil war? Remember that? <clears throat> Mitch Newberg. Uh, globalist. It's so weird seeing Spain be violent. That's oh, yeah. like very nice now. Oh, yeah. There were still remnants of, of like separatist groups. They still kind of have that flare up every once in a while. Did Spain get the remnants of fucking... Uh, who was the guy from... Franco. Not that, but like, who was the dude from fucking Colombia? Who's the Colombia drug dealer? The famous guy no, that they made narcos about. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Medellin drug. You mean uh, uh, what's his name? 
The guy was killed. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 guy that looks like Mike Leibovitz. Exactly. And I should know that off the top of my head. The peace talks to resume. God, how can I not? There were how do I not know that right now off the top of my head? The Mennonite drug cartel. Yeah. yeah. The guy, the guy that we should just know right away. And he, and he got killed eventually by the CIA. He had nothing to do with Spain. South Africa. Ooh, we're coming out of the fucking apartheid. Uh, no, it's still going on. But it's... it's yeah. President P.W. Bota announced those elections today for a white parliamentary... In Cape Town. ...that the country's yeah. Asian, mixed-race, and black citizens will not be voting. The elections yeah. are expected to serve... Yeah, dude, blacks weren't allowed out past 6 p.m. and shit. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, Trevor, no Trevor Noah said his white, his mom, her job was in an area where blacks weren't legally allowed to be, so she was risking her life going to work every day. God. Yeah, I believe it, you know. In Soweto. God. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that, that was some pretty hardcore racism going on there, man. That was pretty hardcore. In a country that has some hardcore racism. But that was a big issue. You know, I mean, and, and them becoming more... And what's his face, you know, uh, you know getting... Blizzard of 77, Buffalo. Here, let's go on to a different day here. Let's move I on. I can't think of his name. Oh, this is what I wanted to watch. This is beautiful. This is peak comedy boom 1980s. Look at this bitch. This bitch still does comedy. Let's see. God damn it. What happened? No. It looks like Paula Poundstone. <laughs> Let me make sure it's not just this video. You know, we can't do it. Okay. So this is an a, she does a stand up spot here on this show. Man, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Why is there no sound now? Look at that look. Oh, look oh, at the why is there no sound now? I'm so upset. Oh, man. Nelson Mandela got free. Who who was who was the cocaine the cocaine guy? Who was it again that got killed? Pablo Escobar. Jesus. Yeah. There was no connection with Spain. <clears throat> We're going Pablo back Escobar. into this because this fucking stand-up spot is priceless. Um, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, it'll probably be my act going forward. <laughs> she. Uh, oh, it's very fucking... Like peanut airplane. Politically like, incorrect, bro. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, it's Peter Lundquist. What, what Why is there no sound now? I don't know. That's a shame. Oh, I, I bet you she's awful. She's does she still do stand up? God, I bet you. Oh, why isn't it? Why not, is not, every other video fucking working in this one? Isn't? I can hear. I can hear it from just the, the television set volume. <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna try it. God damn it, motherfucking <laughs> son of a bitch! Hey, Cunt. hey, hey! Calm down, buddy. Just a show. Just a little temporary. Issues, plenty of things to talk about. No, I'm just going to switch the channel. 80. I was a senior in high school. Virgin, totally ashamed of it. By that time, people were starting to have consistent sex, and I wasn't. And that was a real mark of shame. When I look back on it, it's hilarious because now I'm just like, no, I eventually had sex, and then I had sex afterwards. It was like, okay, now I've had sex. And I've had it many more times. You know, it's just, you, at the time, though, it just feels like, wasn't there a big demarcation line? Like, who has had sex and who hasn't? Remember that? <laughs> that demarcation line of like being we're a not, teenager we're gonna have to watch this on bear i'm just gonna have to jack it and we're gonna have to watch sure, it sure absolutely i it's don't a... understand why like i want to just prove that my theory 
Like, this is insane to me. This is going to be a random video. All right, so recently Shane Gillis. Yeah, audio works. Audio does not work. It blows my mind. First up, a lady who is appearing at the yeah. comedy womb here in town. The comedy womb. This is Chicago. I did stand up. I did stand up at the comedy womb. Bombed. Bombed at the comedy. We're gonna need to like if you gotta let me know when you're. No, you can keep your headphones on. No, that would make it competitions. Because how do you feel like? You want to be on one of the other stations? Um, sure. I'd love to be the news generator. I'm gonna just let you do your thing for a while. I'm gonna get out of the picture and. The comedy womb. This is a Chicago show. So before I was a comedian, I used to work in a department store. I had a job of spraying people with perfume. I was one of those. Get your button, please. You know, the samplers, I used to walk in. I mean, what kind of job is this? Think about it. If you walk into a department store, it's like you're walking in the middle of a minefield. You don't know which aisle to take. All of a sudden, these people with perfume bottles come charging at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I got revenge, and I got a job doing this. It lasted for about a month, but I used to stand there all day. Look at how... My victims, as they walked in, the blonde, anorexic Barbie. I'd follow her in camera. their shopping day. And I always made sure that the perfume I was testing kind of smelled like strawberry scent. Listen to that spray. fake contrived Excuse voice. <laughs> it's all impressions. Do I ever I sound that way? She says transvestite. Watching videos like Mick Jagger is great. He has his long hair now. He looks like a duck in drag. I'm worried about him though. <clears throat> I really am worried about Mick because he's losing his voice. My impression of Jagger, 10 years from now. Oh, oh this is making... <laughs> Oh my God! This is difficult to watch. She said he looks like a duck. Do I? And she's used to a crowd. She's she's covered. She's like pausing for laughs. Exactly. Madonna. I can't believe she's been married now over a year. It's incredible. Who? Madonna. Madonna. Doing an article on Madonna, the domestic housewife. Sean, her husband, comes home from all day at his tired. I, I hate that voice affect. Like you know, I'm doing preparing food, the dinner. This is Madonna, just home from a jog. We go to the scene now. That whole thing. Do, do, do I sound that it's way? It's like news reporter. Exactly, exactly. Sean comes home and he says, Madonna, what's for dinner? Go put it out, because it's on fire. On fire? More than you she do, so Does she you know do like stand-up now, right? She still tours. Oh, yeah, I found her website. <clears throat> she doesn't tour. She just is in New York doing stand-up. She's like us. You don't want to know the fucked up part. She got more. She got more famous than we ever oh, will. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. was, but this is classic boom. We're like, yeah. Wait till she talks about after her set. She talks about her tour. She's on. Even in the kitchen, I've been cooking all day. It's burning up. <laughs> this is not good. And then of course there's Tina. We don't want to forget. Hey, Tina don't Turner. For she's, she's about to do a Tina Turner impression. She could. She usually breaks out shoe polish for this so one. Much energy for her age, but <laughs> Tina is getting old. You know what is she like? Ninety now. This woman gets on stage. She doesn't need drugs or alcohol. Oh my God! I hate it when this is like what a little kid does or something. Like this is embarrassing. Tina has a sexy walk. I can't. I can't watch this. There's too many people in this world taking too much stuff. Wow. <laughs> I'd like to dedicate this song. It's her skin got darker when she started doing the impression, right? She looks like Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <clears throat> she looks like Dolezal. To all those people in the world who take a little bit too much something and accomplish nothing. 
Lost a few pounds in the city. Nobody here can guess my age. Some say 40, some say 50, but the truth of it is this kid is looking pretty different. Thank you very much. She just did a rack. Yep. She just did a rack. Now, there's no audience here. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are maybe a half a dozen people in the studio. We've got to do a studio audience next time we do this. Okay. Exactly. He, okay. he apologizes to her. Wow. We just did this because you're a woman. You know, we, we wanted. Wow. We thought Rip Torn was coming. Boulevard. Right. It's I've actually been raped by three men since I've been town. Wow. Oh, that's the big time. Yeah, yeah. Big time now. The career is going great. Then after that, I'll be in Poughkeepsie. It's fabulous. Oh, she's a, lot, she's a New York based kid. But I'll go but to that's Chicago. the career you could sustain, is what I'm saying. Yes. She's clearly got 10, 20 minutes, all impressions. All 80s references, and this broad probably made a couple hundred thousand dollars over over a two-year period. <clears throat> I don't know. If she, I bet you she made pretty good. We talked about it before. If you were an opener to do the funny firm back in the 80s, now you had to literally work 11 shows. You'd make 1200 bucks in a week as an opener. That That isn't bad money, you know? Money was flowing. Like wow. wine. We're going to go to January 31st. We'll end it on Jan, Jan yeah, 31. got to wind it down. Okay. If that's okay. We'll see what January 31 had in store for us. Happy birthday to my sister, by the way. Yeah. How old is she? 40, I think. Was she born in 84? Yeah. Wow. Where does she live again, man? Griffith, Indiana. You want the address? No. No, I'm just, just kidding. Yeah. Just Ooh, the Golden Globes from the 30... <sighs> You want to get into a little bit of this? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I bet. And it, on, I mean, we, we'll just watch as much. But yeah, this yeah, is big. Yeah. This yeah. is the biggest thing. Was moonlighting a thing? Was this for moonlighting? Yes. Yes. Got to do the switch. I mean, uh, Cheryl Ladd and William Shatner? I'm starring. Oh. Stephanie Beecham. Heidi Bohey. James Brolin. James Brolin. Diane Carroll. Diane. Tony, Tony Curtis. Curtis Olivia de Havilland. Rebecca Renoy. Ooh, Pete Whoopi and Gutenberg. Gutenberg was making good money. Heston. Stacy Keach. Larry Cat. Look, Lockley. No, this is a. So you can tell. So Night Court was nominated. Yes. Pat Moria. He's from a. Were that cop show probably where he was a cop. Wait. Oh yeah, and he was also <clears throat> he was obviously in a. Joan Van Ark. John Voight. What was Voight in? I don't even know. Carl Weathers. Look at this list of stars. Anthony Anthony Quinn. What the hell? Why why are they doing it? Star Trek. Look at oh, Rhea Perlman and Danny and, and Devito. So I mean, you Star Trek huge. Cheryl Ladd's an angel, right? Uh, Charlie's Angels is over by this point. Yeah, but they're still like peak yeah, legends. This is like coming there's off Farrah. their legend. Did she have cancer yet? No, man. She had cancer for 20 years. And welcome to the Hollywood Foreign 44th annual. He's such Golden a clown. Globe. We're still on the cusp of young uh, 
Shatner. Shatner. Yeah, he's yeah he's not so like I ancient. know him as an old slow man. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember him being youngish. We are also celebrating a birthday. That's right. I'm on Percocet. Birthday of a place called Hollywood. I'm. Oh yeah. Oh yes. And before you ask, no, it's not really a see-through top. I looked at it close. Civil Civil Shepherd. But Moonlighting was definitely a sophisticated show. I, I bet you Hill Street Blues had a few nominations. Hill Street Blues was in their last year. It says Jim J. Bullock no-showed she was a fallback guest. Miss <laughs> Dita Wilcox, along with her husband, built a huge ranch and called it Hollywood. Oh. And today, well... Mrs. Wilcox can't find a parking place. I know, poor Mrs. Wilcox. Oh, my God, I'm telling poor your Mrs. jokes Wilcox. about that, hey. Uh, you know, can we get <laughs> I'm on telling a joke? Get on with it, bro. <laughs> what are you, in dinner theater? You should be smoking a butt. And now to get the festivities underway, it gives us great pleasure to introduce the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Some Jew. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mr. Mark Marzouk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Globalist. Well, well, you know, when the film, when the fable. Look at, look at, look at fucking Bruce Willis. Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Fucking uh, Mart Saul. He, he goes to Temple Shalom. There's no doubt about it. Golden Globe Awards. It's a great pleasure oh. on Hollywood's one birthday. Oh, I think he's Israeli. I mean, this is Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, he's Israeli. Standing work being done in motion pictures and television. We view there are a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood. We love Indiana Jones. <laughs> I greenlight it. 86, the movie was uh, was Platoon that won the Oscar. Hollywood is a dream shared by millions of people around the globe. Tonight, we are proud to honor... He looks like it, Henry Kane from Poltergeist. It is a bizarre city. The culture out here is just different. that dream so well. Happy birthday, Hollywood. Thank you. Have a nice party. Shabbat Shalom. There's a man named uh, Alex <laughs> Jones. That's Amy Irving. She's married to, to, uh, to Spielberg well, for a while. The people who know who the winners are this evening are the international... It's so interesting to me to see the stars. Of, like, who is still kind of relevant? Like, Whoopi Goldberg is still relevant, right? She's still a name. Oh, yeah. Ooh, look at Bert. Ooh. Except Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson. Ryan O'Neill, the now deceased Ryan O'Neill. No, it's Tom, Sel it's Tom Selleck. In a small suburb in Detroit in 1945. I was an easy birth for my mother. People were born in 1945 back then. Absolutely. I mean, my mom was born in 46. I mean, they were, you know. So your mom is Selleck's age? Uh, she's born, yeah, she's a year, was a year younger. I think Tom Selleck would have liked your mom. Probably. My mom was very pretty. Yeah, I know. You know. I feel like you had a hot mom. Like your friends were like, oh shit. Like yeah, if your friends came over, were they like, yeah, crocious? They were also, but Mark Hamill, they were afraid. They were afraid of my mom. My mom Because she was hot. So well, she, it's also, they call it the wrath of Carol. <laughs> my brother's friends call it, watch out for Carol. The wrath of Carol is going to happen. She's going to yell. Like her Wonder yell was really difficult. There we go. John Ritter. For his. James Woods, James mental Woods. ill, mental Promise. ill. Promise. Uh, with him and James Garner. I think he wins because he plays a mentally ill guy. I think he wins. I remember it was a made-for-TV movie. James Woods. He voted what, what for Reagan, probably. James Woods? He's right-wing as shit. He is? He's just anti-woke. I don't know if he's yeah. like a, a gay hater, but he's anti-lib for sure. And it's because a bunch of... He's like a rapist. He's like a, he fucks underage girls. Yeah. Best player. I knew it. I remember watching that. He played. He played like a mentally ill character. Oh, oh that, that's Jane Seymour. 
this was when the award shows were something. By the way, we didn't cover the Emmys. They were off a year because of the strike, so they were from uh, a year and a half ago shows. It just wasn't worth it. We'll get back on Emmy track next year. Yep. I thank him. I thank my friend Glenn Jordan. I'm going to grope a 14-year-old after Uh, this. Yeah, he played notoriously kind of... you know, he played, he played gritty Sarah roles. Was so he was in The Way We Were with Barbara Streisand and Robert Redford. <laughs> he was like a young Trotsky. Loretta Young, best performance by an actress in a miniseries. Just kind of fast yeah, forward. Yeah, let's just see what, I'm going to yeah. go to the end. See the heavyweight awards. Yeah. That's Heston. Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn, right? Yeah. Give a certain gravitas to their performances. This country is still based on acting. God and guns. It's still <laughs> great. I think, I think maybe you can sum up Tony's whole career with the title of one of his best films. Gay. Lust for life. A lust for man. Oh, oh, oh a it's, a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, whatever. One of those awards again. Yeah, the honoraries. You know, yeah, yeah. Where you lifetime Holy achievement. Holy fuck! Is that fucking old blue eyes? You know. His son was in Platoon. He's so old, his son's been dead for 15 years. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Is that fucking Rod Stewart? <laughs> the 44th Annual Golden Globe Awards. We'll be right back with John Boyd, Whoopi Goldberg, and more great awards. Uh, I bet you some coke was blown out for Ladies and gentlemen, Whoopi Goldberg and John Boyd. Whoopi Goldberg being funny. She was deemed like All young hair. and hip. Good evening. The best performance by Look, the actor. Take your fucking sash off. She hadn't really developed this voice yet. She's yeah. not in this era of Whoopi. Yeah, yeah, this is young Whoopi. Pre Fatal Beauty. She was Every deemed like a hip. We had to, to do it in this manner to save this much time. Bob Hoskins. Wherever you are in London making a film. I know you're very grateful, and I wish to express that gratitude to you all. Please tell my daughter to talk to me. Okay, all right. Angie. <laughs> the nominee. Angie, I swear. He, he went down a rabbit hole of sure. weirdness, He's man. Tucker like, Carlson's boy. Yeah, it's bizarre. Who's Julie that? Andrews. Julie Andrews. She was pretty. Oh, yes. Strictly come dancing. And Bancroft. Night mother. I, I actually found her really attractive. Oh, yeah? A little her. motherly vibe? Who's oh, that? Oh, burning bed. Farrah Fawcett. Extremities. Oh, extremity. Other burning bed. Farrah Fawcett. Yep. Marley Matlin, Children of Lesser Who she wins for this. This She won the Oscar this year. I think. What was the glasses? Thank you. Sigourney Weaver Aliens. Sigourney Weaver Aliens. She's not there. And the winner is Marley Matlin. Yeah, she yes. wins the Oscar that year. This is when, like, like do it like, like a character. This is woke. This is woke. Look at her nerd ass glasses. This is eighties woke. You realize? This is eighties oh, yeah. woke. You know, she's white still though. Yeah, but <laughs> and we'll get to her speech. Oh, and I am. I talk like Lou Ferrigno. Uh, I'm not a, much of a speaker. He is. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to hear fucking. Oh, William Hurt was the opposite of that. Oh, they're doing the fucking. The best motion picture drama are. Platoon. Children of a Lesser God. Children of a Lesser God, yes. Which I was in. Oh, The Mission. The Mission. That's actually a good movie. Mona Lisa. Mo- I never saw Mona Lisa. It's usually pretty good. Smile. Platoon. Platoon was, that was a gritty. A room with a 
so Nam is still with a view. Nam is still reverberating. And yes, absolutely. Stand by me. And the winner is. There's six movies. Platoon. Platoon. Stone. Oh, yeah. Why Stone's was she so pumped up. about Stone? Was it just because America won? What? America wins when movies about Nam win. Well, it, it was sort of like it was just deemed a real heavy. You look at Platoon now, it has not aged well. Stone is not pretty right wing well. now, too. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. May, I don't know. Maybe my, I don't know by what stand. I used. I mean, the experience of Vietnam was uh, being captured on film. Thank you, Hollywood Foreign Press. Foreign Press. Very distinguished award. I accept. Where's Stone? Let's see what I think this is. The producers get it. Stone oh, oh. usually gets a director. All right, that's it for us. All right. And that's it for us. I think. Yeah, there we go. We're going to get it going. There it is. It's been a good show. Almost three hours. I like What time is it? 4.18. Ooh, okay. So we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Be it tomorrow, be it next week. Most likely next week. Good times, everyone. Good times. We'll see you. Don't drink and drive. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. I hate to leave you. I really must say, oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night. Well, now, how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>